Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anime Podcast. My name is Benji. Dom Lou. Phil Maddox. KKZ. And today we have a very incredibly special guest on the Geek John Podcast introducing the man himself. Hajime Ishiyama. Ishiyama sensei, you know, much respect, much love. Much, much love. Uh, oh, uh, Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. I know Ishiyama sensei. Geeky desu <laughs> nah, but on a serious oh, note, oh, uh, what? Oh, hold up. Uh, what do you say? What do you say? Nah, I think your audio went out, uh, Sensei. Oh, you're good. Oh, oh whoa, 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 whoa. this ain't Sensei. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you speak English? They <laughs> <laughs> talking about motherland English too, boy. <laughs> nah, but we have we have a very incredibly special guest today on the podcast. A uh, big shout out to our boy. I mean, he goes by multiple names, you know, multiple AKAs. But we're gonna call him Whiskey Jack. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, it's a long time coming. Uh, <laughs> my bad, bro. Can't even hear you over all this applause. Hey, my bad, my bad. But uh, yeah, uh, so like I said, uh, very like very special, um, very special guest today. Uh, but we want to go ahead and give you the opportunity to kind of introduce yourself. Um, uh, if you want me to, I can pretext a couple of things. But if you want to just go ahead and kind of introduce yourself, you can go ahead if you want. I mean, there's not there's not too much to say. It's the guy who wrote about Attack on Titan a little bit too much. So. <laughs> I mean, I mean, per- personally, personally for us, I mean, uh, as far as like, like people that we, because I mean, for the past couple of years, um, like whenever you did post anything, whether it be a theory or things of that nature, like you were one of the first accounts that I was looking to uh, personally to kind of look for like, like certain yeah. insight on on just the manga and like stuff that was going on during the long, the very extended season four of Attack on Titan. Um, but uh, very yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like I said, like uh, especially with everything, bro. Like, uh, you're like you know, you have to be modest, man. You 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 be out yeah, here in these streets, yeah, you know my let boy. Me, let me let me add, bro. I forgot I pulled my shit up. I, nice I forgot you wanted me to have it down. Yes, but um, hey, yo, man, this dude here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but this dude here, man. <clears throat> my boy joined Twitter had like three followers, type shit. <laughs> I was number three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, later this boy pushing thirty k some shit, crazy days, man. My boy, he a real he a real vagabond man though. Don't don't let the AOT shit fool yeah. you, up, man. We vagabond still up there. We still in there, and that's how we that's how me, me and my boy got close. For those of y'all who don't know the name Whiskey Jack, you might be familiar with the name Cactus Shash, and that's who we have today on the podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, but you know, we we do well, want to kind of uh, let you get the floor to kind of introduce yourself a little bit more. Um, so we want we had one question for you uh, in particular. Uh, how what was your introduction to anime and manga, or just like uh, basically just like uh, Japanese media in some degree uh, itself? Um, it was probably similar to most people. Like when I was a kid, I watched Naruto. Mm-hmm. I just know some some guys in my school were watching it. Saw a couple episodes of them. I was like, oh shit, this this looks lit. And um, no, I watched that, and then I didn't watch anything for, for years and years and years after that ended. Not even when it ended. Like, when it got to um, all of them fillers in The Last Arc, yeah. I must have dropped off at that point. I, I watched exactly them, like, that point. Tw- <laughs> like, 9, 10. Sasuke and Naruto got merged. Yeah, like, the like, Infinite Tsukiyomi yeah, stuff. So I stopped watching I stopped watching all, all anime about, about then, and then COVID times, I kicked back in. Mm. 
and Attack on Titan was was like the normal so it was like Death Note, Hunter Hunter, um, Full Metal Alchemist, and Attack on Titan. And that was the first manga I read properly as well, AOT. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, okay. So, so that's interesting because, like, especially like your perspective. I think have you had a like, um, how can I put this? Like, uh, you don't necessarily have other kind of things that kind of reference how you should view how a manga should be. I, I feel like having AOT at the top of it and being that like, was, yeah. So like AOT was the first one. So when I when I first read it, there was no frame of reference. There was nothing. There was no thoughts. There was pure vibes that was it oh, i was wow. like this this shit's fun <laughs> like talked about it with a friend that was about it there was there was nothing else but I think... and then obviously at this point i've read like probably read almost 300 manga and wow. watched a similar amount of anime not that many like 150 maybe mm-hmm. so now i do have a frame of reference now i can see how he did certain things compared to other other manga or other anime but not at the time it was straight vibes i had no thoughts so, Tom, we talking 300 manga, 150 anime. We're assuming some overlap. So, maybe yeah, like three, yeah, yeah. 350 series in the last two and a half, three years <laughs> type shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's lost weight. When you put it like that, it sounds a bit mad. But yeah. Nah, my man was on <laughs> All-star all-star numbers, boy. All-star numbers, my boy bro. said, My boy said, damn, I got to catch back up. <laughs> uh, I, I got deep into that. I got deep into my bag, bro. Nah, man. I, I was mean, grinding. This shit's cool. This shit's cool. Man, I, and I think um, I might have some envy in how you were able to approach a lot of these series from a mature standpoint. Like, you got to experience a lot of this shit as an adult versus for us, like, we all watched Attack on Titan when that bitch came out. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that shit dropped. So it was like, you know, we was kids and you see, and I guess your kind yeah. of development with it is, you know, it's more... Not to say, well, I guess it's kind of linear, but it's it's also more intimate. Like you got to see everything happen kind of back to back to back up until you know. Yeah, so, yeah. When I like, when I caught up, yeah, in the anime, it was the the first three seasons. So season four hadn't dropped by then. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I caught up to it. It was like just binged the first three seasons straight. I was like, oh my days, this is the best TV show I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna start reading manga as well, and so I read the manga. I think it was up to like chapter one three six at the time, one three five. Yeah. I don't know, it was something like that. Yeah, but so yeah, it was a lot more direct and all in one go. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, what I... then those last four months, those last four months yeah, were bro. bad. Yeah, she, get, she got critical. Shit. We go, we go no. get into that. <laughs> she got yeah. critical. But I think with us, like, <clears throat> you know, that, that's, that first season dropped, and sure, it was cool, but, you know, this is coming from Naruto is just ending... You know, around that time. Well, no, Naruto was coming. It's in the war arc, right? Because mm. that Attack on Titan anime dropped 2012? Yeah. Like, it was yeah, like 2012, freshman, 2012, year, 2012, freshman year, yeah. Yeah, so like Naruto is on its way out. All the other shits that we, that we grew up on is kind of on their way out. Mm. And Attack on Titan is that first series that niggas is like, oh, this is next. And it's better than everything you ever watched. So, you know, we was all like, man, fuck that. This nigga not yeah. better than Naruto. <laughs> Cry nah, baby facts. ass. Nah, nah, like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Bro, nah. That, it was different for you? For me, bro, when I watched Attack on Titan, it was like my first introduction to like some brutal, brutal, like graphic stuff like that. And it was like, bro, I'll never forget, bro. I was in my, my parents' family room, bro. It was fuck, It was like 8 o'clock. I started and I didn't stop. Like, I literally watched episode one to like 24 and that one setting. And I was like, yeah. Oh, so you I, wasn't watching that shit weekly? 
Nah, nah, I've been during one season, like, yeah. or the first season. Oh, and so then, you weren't really in the trenches, like, the rest of the time. Nah, nah. nah. When that shit was on, uh, I think it was on um, Toonami. It was on Toonami. So it was on Toonami. That's how I started it. Yeah, it was on Toonami. And then, I like, I knew about the hype, but actually, I remember always talking, talking about this, but it actually took me three times to watch the first episode. I'm telling you, bro, it was kind of mid to me, Yeah, nah, like, at first, I was like... I'm cool, especially when the Colossal Titan first showed up. I was like, eh. Nah, he was hard. I think the he intro was, was kind of hard, but it was like the whole, okay, this nigga mom got yeah. it. Like, all right, well, it was this nigga Naruto ain't have his mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was new to me just because, like, kind of similar how you said, like, that was your first, like, like I guess, gory shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by that time, for me, I wasn't, like, Berserk stand yet. I was actually, uh, like, hell of a Hellsing fan at that time. Mm. Um, but, like... I remember I had a substitute Spanish teacher, a permanent sub, and he was like, yo, he was like, I saw you was like looking at anime and showing your phone. He was like, you you peeped this? And I was like, nah. And I remember he gave me a whole SD card. It was like- A substitute Spanish teacher? Yeah. Uh, nah, CMS got to get him up out of here, son. <laughs> he, but he, he gave, bro, he was like, you got an SD? Real, bro. I brought an SD card to him. He put, Attack on, he put like the first season of Attack on Titan on Stardust Crusaders on there and Phantom- uh, uh, what JoJo's part? Phantom Blood. Yeah, yeah Phantom Blood. Yeah, Phantom Blood. Um, actually, I think that's a, like kind of a good segue though, because uh, we want to kind of figure out, like, especially like uh, we know that you read uh, like over three hundred manga, and um, you know, watched you know a good handful of anime. I uh, wanted to know what are like you know if you had to give like your top three um, three uh, series uh, as far as anime and manga go, what would they be? So that's actually a pretty. I've got a different one for each medium though. So I, my my top three anime would look really different to my top three manga, even if there's overlap in the series. So like for example, Attack on Titan is my favorite manga, but it's not. I don't think it's like top five anime for me. Oh wow, interesting! I don't know if that makes sense because that's it's different for me. Yeah, it's, I'm like the opposite. Yeah, exactly yeah. opposite. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, you know, I can see I can see why I could I could see why, but just the, in terms of my taste, yeah, I've got very I've got like specific things. So like manga, it would be obviously Attack on Titan, Vagabond. And probably Nana or Frieza. Mm, Nana, I love it. Nana, okay. Blah, 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 blah. Yo, facts. Matter of fact, Sash put oh, Whiskey Jack put me on Nana, bro. That shit was so fucked, bro. Have, have you, oh, have, I remember that. You the reason you, I remember when you read that as depressed. well, bro. Reading, nah, bro. <laughs> I just never forget, bro. I think I was in um, I think it was like, cause it's twenty one volumes of Nana, right? Yeah. I think I was in volume nineteen yeah. at you know. Where she get critical, the black page, all yeah. that. I think I was in the barbershop or uh in university, bro. You know the ones it'd it be a lot of thugs out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm in the corner like trying to read, nah nah. Nigga, I start my car. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? This dude's walking by, guns on their hip and shit. You know what I'm saying? Smoking out. I'm over here. I, I, I take shots. I'm like, bro, I'm over here about to cry. Bro. <laughs> bro, I, he was I had like, a similar bro, story was, with Nana because. Uh, go ahead, bro. That's what I was about to say. No, I was um, I must have been with like work colleagues when I was reading volume like twenty and twenty one, and we we're on the way, like we we're on the on like a coach type thing, on the way to the airport, and then bro, I had to put like my jacket over my face <laughs> as I was reading this shit because, bro, the way I started crying, I was like, no, 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 this can't be happening. Bro, it I was so I was so shocked as well myself. 
bro. I just remember I hit you and you was like, bro, this shit just happened to me. <laughs> I was on the back of the car. I was, the car. I was in the back of the bus bro, about to cry. I was in, I was in, I remember being in my car at work, bro, reading that shit, texting Taj, like, bro, what the fuck? Bro? That should have, <laughs> nigga, that should have do it to you, boy. Hey, Phil, we got to tap in, bro. I'm trying, I'm trying to be in my Y'all niggas will never tap in. Y'all niggas will never tap in. I'm trying to be. Straight, bro. I don't want to cry, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> but nah. I think, I think, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say on that. But um, I, I still stand by it, boy. Go ahead, find you a little shorty. Yeah. Get your heart broke. Get, get your, your heart. heart get broke, your heart nigga. cracked. Boom. Get your little heart cracked and go yeah, read. Get your heart shit. broke. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Boy, because I read it fresh out of a breakup, son. Right. Shit, shit. Bro, healed I remember. Me, bro. That's why I remember I yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit chest. I was like, bro, I'm healed now. <laughs> <laughs> like, but experience is so cathartic. Like everything you're about to experience, you kind of just go through it. And you're like, all right, well, I think I worked through my emotions. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Nana made me a like tough nigga, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Nana, bro, Nana made me be like, that's cool. Do what you gotta do. Like, <laughs> like, bro, you can throw anything at me, bro, and I'm gonna sit there like, hey. Nah, bro, I was a noble like stand, bro. So I was oh, in yeah. like, yo, just tell me anything. Tell me anything. <laughs> tell me anything. Oh, you were ripping dumps. the sheets. <laughs> I was in the dumps, boy. No, but, but, oh, go ahead, man. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, uh, is, there, is there any other series? Uh, I, I know you mentioned Nana, Vagabond. I'm, I'm still, you know, I still, I still gotta get my journey on. Uh, with Vagabond, uh, um, is there is there any other series that you may have uh, like like or favorite to yourself? I don't know if you've read. I've, there's Freesia. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I really I really fuck with Shamo, real. Oh, Shamo's crazy. Guy. I still gotta get on. Wait, that. wait. So so what's your top Actually, five? You know, Joe's pretty cool. And you man read the um the climber right? I have. That's, I've heard that's, about I have friends that read that. They said that's all my to be read, but I have not touched it. I'm in. A, I'm in. I've been in yeah, a slice that's of it life. For like my, uh, my favorite. So what's your what's your anime then? You're in a slice of life phase. Man, I'm, yeah, bro. We're reading this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, March that's, that's what my anime. Right I'll put it a little closer for him. Uh, I ain't know where this. The anime, anime list is. Oh, if you could. My anime see. list is very different. What's your anime top five? It'll be most of my movies though. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if any of you man have watched Angels Egg. Angels. Then Egg. um, Ava. Ava. Like Evangelion. Yeah. Like the, all the of them? Like, movie. like all a- Avas? Um, the movie, the end of Ava. The end of Ava. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the movie, like yeah. I love one. that. And then there's uh, Go Work and Rocky Rocky or Shinju. That's a series. Oh, yeah. That's real good. I actually started that's that slower. shit. slower. I started rewatching that shit the other day. Episode one. Bro, like, I can't lie. I told my brother to watch that yeah. because I knew this guy would hate it. But he was like, "Oh, bro, like I'm gonna actually like some of your series. Like, just just let me watch one of them." He watched the <laughs> shit. He said it was the worst thing he's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "All right, bro." That was like go go anime, and then, kiss anime days for me. I found that shit on a random. I seen the cover and I was like, "Oh, that's hard." And I like Rakugo, so let's go see what new shit hitting. <laughs> Tore me up, boy. So go ahead. What else you got? Um, what else do I have? Uh, Tasmi Galaxy, Madoka Magica, okay. the movie, okay. Rebellion, Flaps, it slaps. And then the rest of the stuff is just like, I just enjoy a lot. Of, I just enjoy a lot of it, but none of them are real, like, high favorites compared to, like, books, for example. Uh-huh. I'm into books. Okay, but, 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 but. I, I, think, I think that's really interesting, especially, um, like, oh, what? I'm sorry. No, 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 you, you saw that. I wasn't going to say anything. 
Oh no, uh, yeah, uh, no. I, I think especially like a lot of those like movies. Uh, I think I think the thing that's kind of surprising is uh, you know uh, AOT isn't there. Is there a specific reason um, by by any chance, or just like you know just you like um, the actual physical media? Just I think when I get when I really like something as a high favorite, it will be something that uses its medium very specifically. I think so, like Angel's Egg, the movies Ava. It uses the anime medium in a way that I don't think the anime for Attack on Titan always does. Like I thought season one was very good in terms of visually. Season two was really good visually as well. And like season three, part one has like problems with adaptation. I don't think it it's as good as the manga in that regard. Season three, part two, I think it has its problems in adaptation. It's got some amazing scenes, but it's got like some problems that you can see in terms of how it was scheduled and things like that. Season 4 Part 1 obviously had issues, and that was like a big thing at the time. Season 4 Part 2, I think, looks really good. But at that point, I think Isayama's art got to the point where I just prefer basically everything in the manga, which is a hot take. Like, a lot of people don't think the same as me, and I get why. Nah, it's just bro, it's just I how I personally I don't think it's it. very hot over here, because we... And this might be a hot take, but we were discussing, and we was like, that shit probably just should have just stayed with Wit. <laughs> yeah. Season 3, my favorite season. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, because... Honestly, and it and it just comes down to those flashback scenes in season four for me personally. Like I'd be looking at Armin, like, bro, that's not Armin. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, bro, it's, that's me looking at Owen, bro. Oh yeah, Irwin. Uh, yeah, Irwin like, like, in the final episode. I was like, yeah, that's not him. <laughs> I respect. That was like, that's not him, bro. I love him though. I love it. I love it. Respect it. But the thing is, that's. I mean, Mappa didn't get much of a chance to work with Irwin because he was out of there. He was out. He was gone by then. <laughs> they picked then. up right when he left. Facts. <laughs> the only one that they touched was. Flop. And also to be. Yeah. To be fair to Mappa, I think like they had a much harder job than Wit in terms of what they had to animate. Yeah, no, like, I yeah, couldn't sure. imagine the final scene or like the rumbling with that hit CGI that that whip put on fucking Burthold. I could not imagine it. Mm. Like, that would look, I think that would look terrible. <laughs> so I, I think it was like just a real hard thing to, to animate in the first place. Mm. I just think it slapped in the manga in a way that, cool, some scenes are better than the anime, but as a whole, I would take the package of the manga instead. Oof. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a. Mm. <laughs> That sounds like a team manga. It's, it's a hot though, like. Hey, relax. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that just sounded very team manga to me. Like that sounded very. Did that not sound team manga to you guys? Very too. Very I, I mean, I mean, it did. And um, well, I mean, I mean I, we didn't even have to ask the question. Yeah, we got it. We didn't even get to the question. <laughs> it just came out. But that's how it is when you really team manga. You know, down yeah. to the yeah. ground type shit. We we had a question that we were <laughs> ask you a little bit later, uh, Sash, about <laughs> you, um, team manga or team anime. I, I think we already know what you what I mean, needed to Look, answer. it might be different. No, no, but, okay. but as far as it's, but as far as Attack on Titan, we know team manga. One, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Okay, but, but, but. <laughs> nah, but to be fair, if I was answering that question, like don't answer. Stop, 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 bro. We have. We're lucky enough to be able to take the best parts. Okay. I can take the best scenes from the anime and slap it on top of the manga, and I'm lucky enough to be able to do that. Okay. Because mm-hmm. the anime does slap mm-hmm. when it slaps. Okay, but, but, but. Uh, I'll take a mix of it. Okay, but, but, but. Um, I think I think um, and also we want to kind of slide into a couple more um, like uh, questions. Um, so as far as everyone, everyone within uh, Attack on Titan, I wanted to get at least your top three characters. Uh, for um, for like the series itself, and then uh, if you want to, you can kind of get into a little bit of description of uh, why you think 
uh, those characters are your favorite. And then also, okay. if you don't mind, uh, maybe giving your favorite arcs and favorite moments in general for Attack on Titan. Sure. First, before I do the top three characters, can we go around the room first? I want to hear you, man. Mm. Oh, of course, of course. Um, I, want to, I want to see what, yeah, I want to see what we're going for. Okay, but, but um, so I, I guess I'll start first. So my my favorite three characters, and th- this might give you a little bit of a glimpse of how I'm how I perceive the story. Uh, for one, uh, big huge fan of Armin. Uh, I think Armin is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I would say uh, Erwin. Uh, Erwin is one of my favorite characters. And then lastly, of course, uh, not last but not least. My boy Levi. Uh, I would say those are my top Damn. three, uh, top three yeah. favorite that's characters. That's kind of unexpected. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's me personally though. But um, you know, uh, I wanted to see what, what about you, Phil? No, I get it. Me, I would say Armin, my favorite character for sure in the series. And then, I lo- bro, I I kind of rock with Gene. I'm not gonna cap like. He's he's kind of cool. <laughs> That's like, interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't like, think. <laughs> bro, he's just like a relatable ass dude, bro. Like he's just like, bro, like yeah. he's cool. Yeah. And then that third spot, man. I gotta give it to Aaron, bro. I'm not even gonna cap. I do gotta give it to Aaron. But yeah, that's my top three. Also, shout out to Hanji, by the way. I, I forgot uh, the name. Mm, love right, shout out Hanji. You gotta do an honorable mention. Who your honorable mention for? Uh, probably Erwin. Erwin. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Probably like I fuck with um Ymir. I do. I was about to yeah. yeah, like, Oh, you talking about OG Ymir? Yeah, the OG. You talking about you talking about she read that can yeah. and said, "Oh, hold she on." She's like, oh, <laughs> 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 she's old niggas. Yeah. Oh, and Sasha, bro, I can't even like. I fuck uh, with Sasha. Sasha. Oh, yeah, Sasha. For sure. What about you? Uh, what about you, Josh? Man, I mean, this is kind of very uh, unfair to ask. This is a this is a loaded cast, but I think number one, my favorite. <laughs> Is uh Pastor Nick. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> that is interesting <laughs> indeed. Man. You know, very resolute, uh, devout, reverend guy. You know, a lot to admire there. Mm. He was ready to get dropped off the wall. He said, Do it, nigga. My faith good. He was he was standing yeah. on business, bro. He was standing on toes. toes. But nah, fuck Pastor Nick for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, for real, for real. I feel like it's just I can't I can't say it's not. Aaron and Armin yeah, type yeah, shit. Aaron yeah. and Armin are my, 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 I don't, you could put them in either order. I think the anime, this anime ending especially, really pushed Armin a lot higher than I had him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd agree. Um, I would have said that as well, yeah. Yeah, because he, I mean, he damn near number one for me yeah. now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, goodness yeah. gracious. Well, he was good in that episode. I can't believe it. And then I'll say yeah. third, I don't know. Sometimes it's Mikasa, but, um, Oftentimes it's not. Oftentimes it is Annie, and I I really I just love Annie's Annie, cool, bro. bro. Like her her early like season one early AOT dialogue was so. I mean, it just had so much in that. I don't know. AOT is one of those stories yeah. that you gotta loop back and loop back oh, and loop yeah. back. Every really? time you loop back, you see yeah, something different. Something and different. you be like, yeah. damn. Like, it's like the wire shit, type shit. Right, you yes, watch the wire bro. the second time, you're like, damn, bro, this yeah. nigga was really. Bro. So, Annie? Really? Bro, why bro. the fuck she know what an old copy was? Bro. She's, oh, yeah, so, true, true, true. she's too funny to me, man. She's, oh, yeah, true, like, true. when they when was like, yo, <laughs> Annie's gonna be free. She over there eating pie. Like, she was right <laughs> next to them. Like, she's just always been a very funny ass character. And she's an ass kicker. And her Titan is, I feel like, underrated personally. Oh yeah, yeah. facts. Oh um. Oh okay. Uh, continue. Yeah, so your turn. Your turn, Nick. Um, all right. Mine is about to be weird, but okay. One, I definitely put Aaron. 
Two, I gotta go Armin. All right, three, I'm not, I can't necessarily, I'm attached to like certain, like to the characters themselves, but I like the dynamics of the characters. So one dynamic would be Mikasa, and then the second one would be Reiner. Even Reiner, Reiner, okay, bitch, yeah. Reiner kind of hard though. I, yeah. I started fucking yeah. Reiner a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. like season four type yeah. shit. Yeah, so this like, shit really went up. Like, I'll I say love, the same. so with with Mikasa, the thing for me was like her her confliction, like throughout, like once she kind of came into understanding about like like the Ackerman within herself, like that that was when her confliction to me started and I like that dynamic with her and it with Reiner it was his confliction post Paradis um, that he had to deal with and I like I liked the way that he had to get through that shit that shit was rough and that, know, but like, I feel like that was pre-post and during I mean, yeah. was conflicted he, the, the whole time, time. <laughs> yeah. he had peace at all once they found like, out once they found out he was like oh bro. him and him and Burho was like <laughs> <laughs> they looked at each other like, you talking about when Aaron when they found out like Aaron had the coordinate yeah it was, they said oh damn uh, <laughs> that's the last thing yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> now I, I would say for sure like Reiner like especially like his character development like through and through like throughout the entirety of the series was something that was like it, it's crazy like oh man I, I want to get there's so much stuff I want to get into uh, but we wanted to know what was your what wait, is your wait wait, wait yeah, hold on you did your three right yeah yeah I, did I got an honorable mention yeah, oh I didn't get do mine either I low key got an honorable <laughs> mention I kind of fucked with him but at the end I, I kind of did but I didn't but Falco. I the fuck? Low key. Low key. That's a random. I ain't never heard no Falco rider, bro. You said Nigga riding no nigga riding no Nigga thought I said Galliard. Nigga like, nah, I ain't say that nigga. But nah. I thought Falco Falco was cool at the end. Towards the end. I mean he was I mean he was dope the whole time, but like he was just kinda like Hey, I'm still uh, thinking about that scene where um, this little nigga. where, where uh, hey, uh, please don't scream, uh, my brother. <laughs> he drank the wine. He said, "Ah, uh, shit." <laughs> Zeke said, "Damn, that shit is real tough, my boy." Oh yeah, shout out to Zeke. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, yeah, I fuck with Zeke heavy, Loki. Oh, my yeah. honorable yeah. mention is Yamir the founder, though. I yeah. love Yamir yeah. the founder. She probably, she's probably number three for Damn. me. If and then Annie might be honorable mission, but either way, I like those two. Okay, yeah. I, I got a couple of things to say about you, Mir, but I know we're gonna get into that. Um, but we want to hear uh, who are your uh, you know top uh, top three favorite characters in the series, and then you can kind of give them to, uh, to a little bit why um, those are your favorite characters. Yeah. So one for me, Aaron, he's my favorite character across every medium, across everything I've come across. Like he's just my favorite ever. He's my favorite of all time. Oh wow! And then so I used to be big on Zeke. I used to be big on like the three Jaegers in particular. Mm-hmm. So like Eren, Zeke, Grisha as a top three. Mm-hmm. But after the anime, I like Eren, Armin, Mikasa, bro. Oh, okay. Then top three, Eren, Armin, Mikasa. Okay, bad. That's probably what I settle on now. But like, I think three for me is, it could be Mikasa, it could be R. it could be um, Zeke, it could be Grisha. I think Levi's really, really good. I think Erwin's great. Owen's great. I think it's just got a really strong cast. I really like Founder Yamir as well. Mm-hmm. Yo, I got, I got a question. So I remember back in the day you said um you said you rated all media by how well you could apply it to Attack on Titan. Is that still the case? <laughs> <laughs> that is is it's not the case, but I do be thinking of it. So like, I'll read something, bro. And then I'll go, oh shit, this is Aaron. 
Well, like, I'll go, oh shit, this is arming. So I still do it. Like, I think I'll always do it. I, yeah. I can't see not. But yeah, that's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as far as the uh, the um, the Jaegers go, um, is there a reason that you uh, particularly kind of like, uh, I mean, I know you mentioned Zeke and Grisha. Is there a reason that you kind of like the um, that kind of dynamic, that family dynamic? Yeah, I just think how the trio was done with Grisha being this completely different figure to both of them and how that defined Zeke but didn't define Aaron at all. Mm-hmm. And the way they were both, like, there was, there was a, like, Aaron was this product of nature and then Zeke was this product of nurture and how that was used to just tie into oh, the, yeah. to the overall arcs of all of them was just really well done. I loved how Grisha... Like, you know that trope of a character who dies very early or or they die before the story starts and they're this important figure throughout. I just love how they did that by unveiling the layers every time we got a bit more of Eren and how interlinked that was with his character. So, like, everyone talks about the past moments being being so good for so many reasons, and it is. But, like, for me, those three were at the core of everything that happened there. And Eren being the one being the one to um to tell to basically to motivate Grisha into killing the kids. It just tied really it tied really beautifully back back into the, the basement reveal. But like there's this one specific line that Grisha says where he's like um to the owl where he's like I'm paraphrasing by the way. It's like if I'd have known the price of freedom I wouldn't have paid it. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that just it's just a complete, it's a parallel to Aaron knowing the price of freedom and still paying it anyway. So like little, like there's, there's a bunch of tiny things like that that's like sprinkled throughout the story that just made me fall in love with, with them as a trio and as a family dynamic. And Aaron is someone who threw away family for like Bonte created. So with Aaron, uh, with Armin and Mikasa, for example, I, I just think it was done so well. No, uh, no, I, I agree. And then I, I did. Um, there's something I do want to hit on a little bit later on with um, with more uh, questions as far as the uh, nurture versus nature. I, th- I believe that was something. Uh, you know, uh, if, if you yeah. don't don't already know, you know, I, I've been tapped in. We've been tapped into a lot of your videos that you watched. I mean, that you made. Uh, you know, um, th- those were like really, really like um, like in depth uh, things that we uh, we really did kind of um, divulge into. Um, but we, we wanted to ask, um, as far as like arcs and moments go, is there anything in particular that you wanted to kind of, um, you know, basically like anything that sticks out to you that was your favorite as well? Um, when I first watched, obviously, Return to Shigansha was just crazy. I just think it's um, it's an almost perfect arc. That shit's in I don't have any flaws with it. And I think I might have a couple more things that I'd question in War for Paradise or the Rumbling, whichever one you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But I just think I just think Wolf Paradise slash Rumbling is just the more impressive arc overall in terms of what it does and how it does it. So that's still my favorite arc. I just I understand why people would say Return to the Grandstand, for example, mm-hmm. or Marley. Something like really tight knit, really focused, short. Everything's touched on, and it's like this wrapped up in a little bow. So I understand that for a lot of people as well. It's just not something I share. Okay. Uh, any moments that stick out in particular? Like, it just, uh, like... Um, for me, last three chapters. Obviously, oh, chapter oh. 131, insane. But for me, like, the last three chapters, obviously, it's controversial, but I think it's just a masterclass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 
goes back to the three original trio, defines them, wraps a wraps a bow around their arcs, and therefore the entire the entire thematic like background of the story. Yeah, I and mean, I just think it's I think it's brilliant. And I definitely like you know, <clears throat> I guess for me as far as a favorite moment, um, I think Attack on Titan has our Shingeki no Kyojin has one of the best title drops in any series ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, um, and I was saying uh, kind of in alignment with your view of the series being Aaron's story told by Armin, but, you know, the story being Shingeki no Kyojin, the story of the Attack Titan, the story of Aaron. Like, I think the final final, um, arc really just, like you said, puts a bow on this story. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I just think, think I think that's one of my favorite moments as well. Yeah, but she didn't hear my favorite. Can't nobody hear you, man? What about you guys? Do you guys have specific? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Phil was talking, but couldn't hear you. Oh, damn. Uh, oh, oh, go ahead, Phil. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite moments? Yeah, season three, that's my favorite season, bro. All time, bro. I, oh, shit. Part one or part two? And step on my shit again. You going, bro? What's up? Nah, step on my shit again. See what happens. But now, part two. I love part two, bro. I be, bro, every time, bro, I be tearing up, bro. That man, Armin, bro, he be going, he be like, bro. Bro, me and, me and Aaron, we got this. We're going to take out the Colossal Titan. I was like, damn. <coughs> and they really did it, bro. Like, they really did it. And I was, Armin really did it, bro. Bro, yes. He Armin was, yes, really did bro. it. And I was like, wow. And then he he got burnt up, bro. He got crispy. Bro. <laughs> he did get crispy. But, bro, bro, that show, like, and then. But can I add something on that? Yeah. So I've been seeing, you know, in all these videos and whatnot, how it's just a common message of our, uh, Giving up your dream in order to accomplish something mm-hmm. or in order to something, something. Mm-hmm. And that just made me think about how Armin gave up his dream. Like, Levi told fucking um, Erwin to give up on his dream and die. And die, yeah. Armin did the same shit. Mm-hmm. So, that I mean, that's just another little thing I just realized Bro. about, you know, their kind of yeah, connection. Yeah, and I, that's crazy. Going off of, that, off of that, I think the best thing about that is that the most important thing in the end of the story, and even in even in that arc when it comes to Levi's decision, is the fact that Armin did have a dream beyond yeah. beyond like the the conflict that they were mired in. So I just the way it was all done and how that like the it's not suicide what Armin did there. It's, it's a plan to save to kill the Colossal Titan. Mm-hmm. But then when you look back on it from a different perspective and you see him try and do the same thing with Falco um, by jumping into Connie's mum's mouth. Like you, you see a certain through line that he eventually breaks down when he, when he talks to Zeke and and he overcomes it. And I just think his arc is so well. Yeah, he's top two, bro. Damn, I forgot that nigga was a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, after after that shit, nah, I really forgot. Like season four, part one and two, every every bro, the wing could blow the wrong way, and Armin was like, bro, it's because I'm alive. They chose you. They chose mm-hmm. like you the one. Like Levi even said, well, you know, to wrap up the whole dream thing, I chose him because he had the same look in um his eye that you all did. You know, mm-hmm. that whole and yeah, that's a whole other thing. But 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 I'll say, I mean, so uh, I'll go into my moments really quick. Uh I'll say one of the moments I mean I liked it may be kind of messed up, but like it's the initial like once we actually see Armin actually use the um the uh, the Colossal Titan in um oh, in Marley. Yeah. Oh man, and, that was tough. And yeah, you that was you, hard to watch. you just kind of see his face and you know you know that you know obviously 
the the killing of the and I, I think before he even turned into it, he he was like, I'm so sorry or some or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then like like just kind of having that kind of be a reality for him, where he is a you know he is a product of you know basically war in a, in a way like um yeah. and and the fact of the matter is, you know like I, I think Armin. Armin, and that kind of ties back into like the the little final thing where we do see Armin and Aaron kind of talking to each other, knowing that you know they they have blood in their hands, like and basically Armin was like, "Yo, we going to hell together, my, my yeah. boy." Like you know, but I think but Armin, I that Armin accepted that shit way early on. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you know, after Aaron got captured and he had the conversation with Bertholdt, right. he said somebody got to be the one to do it. Bro. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I just that season one scene whenever um like. Aaron was like God collapsed and shit like in the, in the building and shit and he was like Armin was talking to him he was like you know like oh you talking about to, right before Annie's fight yeah like yeah before oh, that shit and he yeah. was like bro you gotta like you're not gonna be able to be anything if you don't sacrifice anything type shit oh yeah, you gotta, yeah, be, yeah you gotta yeah, be a yeah. monster to become a monster type yeah, shit like yeah. that but he said something else that was yeah. real similar to yeah. you gotta you yeah. gotta be able to give up something yeah it was yeah, I don't know. something but that shit that's the my, my two favorite scenes eyes. Oh, and that shit where when the Levi Squad died. Oh, Levi Squad was Levi Squad is a special yeah. moment because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when Aaron learns yeah. that he can't trust anyone else. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that shit yeah. was so tough. Yeah. Um, my favorite moment was uh, for both. All right, my favorite moment. This shit hit me crazy when I was reading too, but it also obviously hit in the anime. But it hit so hard that niggas couldn't animate it. But talk, when them talk, niggas man. said. Subjects of Ymir. Then we'd start con- talking Damn. to everybody through uh, laughs. Yeah, yeah, bro. I remember stopping like that panel. Whoa, <laughs> everybody, every, every, like, every, shit just went funny. black. It was like you. Everybody yeah, looked up. Mo- like, world treater. World treater. Yeah. Everybody like, whoa, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, bro, like that was probably like my favorite moment, just because I felt like it was such a like. I felt like a few things kind of happened there. Um, and obviously, kind of like how Armin kind of explained at one point, like, nah, like, maybe he did that because he wanted us to stop him. But yeah. it's like, yeah, it, it was a lot of, like, coded dialogue within it. You know what? That's one of my, um, it's quietly one of my favorite things that goes on within the series. In the very beginning, after, um, you know, there's the little first time skip yeah. from when Reiner and uh, Bert Holt crack the walls and then the boys meet up with Aaron and all that. Mm-hmm. But, um... Reiner tells the rest of uh, the 104th class or whatever, he's like, yeah, we was working the... Oh, they asked... No, no, no. How does that go? Well, a random-ass nigga come up to them, old dude, and before he kills himself, he tells them that the day the walls broke, he was um, outside of his cabin or whatever where his wife and kids was, and he heard the feet. He looked up, saw the Titans, and he ran. And then um, Reiner was like, I've been focused on why he told us that story. Maybe he wanted to be judged. And then that carried over into yeah, that's one of my thing. That's so good. And then it carried over into Aaron's thing. Maybe if it was me, I would want to be stopped. So yeah, I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, was there anything else? Um, any other moments? Obviously, uh, Irwin's speech, Irwin's speech, um, you know, my soldiers, my Nigga, soldiers were fighting. I cried, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was tough. Shit, yeah. hey. Bro, the only, bro, and I, it's crazy because I feel like the more you realize that there's only one nigga alive to hear that, that heard that speech, mm-hmm. fucking flock. Crazy. Like, <laughs> bro, flock the only one that survived to hear that and he lived like, through it. 
Yo. And then he went and found that. Found that like, <laughs> like, bro, I was about to kill you, bro. Like, I was really about to kill this man. But it was like, nah, like, damn. Damn. Yo. What's my boy, Mobley? No, not, not Mobley. Um, buddy with the bowl cut that was with Annie Crew. And decided to come over to the scouts like, after John was on his, you know. Oh, he was in the royal. He was in like the yeah, he was the royal bar. Oh, Marlo, Marlo, yeah, Marlo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. My boy was in the front of that line. Like, damn, <laughs> I could have been home right now. Yeah, bro. I just think, bro, the scene, like the scene itself, like reading it was tragic. But bro, when you see that first like rock hit, bro, and that shit just skin the side of earth, you like. Oh, oh yeah, this over with. I hit him, hit him with that toso. Yeah, hit him with that toso. That blood beer right on UG Liver. Boy said, "Oh, and it's like the commander, keep going." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he I always do that shit when his arm got taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Yeah. I do. I do. Uh, another moment too that I do like though is uh, during uh, Tiber's speech. And it's yeah. Aaron and Reiner and Falco in the room. And when, when Falco realizes he fucked up, it was like, oh. <laughs> he, said, oh, I, he said, oh, I told him everything. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think Reiner was like, you were sending messages? You were sending mail? He said, <laughs> he said, yo, how would you? He was like, hey, how would you send mail? He was like, oh. He said, that oh. was my buddy. <laughs> but the, I don't know, bro. For that, I mean, I feel like an Attack on Titan is a very consistent um, sort of messaging around guilt yeah. and how it weighs on people. Mm-hmm. This nigga Falco ain't feel guilty at all for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, he was no, just like, that shit never comes up again. Right? Yeah, the only thing that nigga did after that was scream for Reiner to help. Hey, bro, that's probably why his ass ran away. He was like, Gabby. He was like, oh shit. You know, yeah. 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 Before niggas find out, I, I called the troops I, in. Uh, oh, but uh, there's also one last thing. Uh, I did want to, uh, I would say, well, another favorite moment was the perspective of Zeke and Armin. Um, in uh, in paths, um, and basically uh, you see Armin holding up a leaf, and you see um, you see Zeke holding up holding up the baseball, um, and I think uh, I think you touched on this in one of your videos. Basically, like basically they they're not they both have things where it's not uh, it's reality to them, but both of them aren't wrong in their perspectives of how they see certain yeah. things. And and that, that, I think that's one of those that like to be honest that was one of the, that may have been one of my favorite moments in um in that last episode where just kind of seeing both of them and then like obviously like afterwards like the fact that Zeke comes out like ass naked and basically like hey uh, hey Levi what's up man <laughs> that nigga was <laughs> shaking that monkey he's like ah yeah. he was shaking that say, yo you been looking for me but honestly, <laughs> honestly I like the children of the forest thing around Zeke and him being a monkey and then him coming out and seeing a barren land and talking about how beautiful it was. Yeah. If only yeah. I could seen this sooner. Poof. Damn. Boy, all right, but all right, let's move on. Let's, about to let's, let's just yeah, get to it. Okay, yeah. so um <laughs> No, no, but uh, so we have a couple of um very like uh uh like direct questions that we wanted to kind of ask you about uh especially like uh, related Shoot. to some of your vid- uh, videos that you had. Uh so uh so the first question or the first thing that's kind of pertaining to uh we wanted to kind of get into like the philosophy of Attack on Titan and certain concepts that we wanted to kind of touch on were uh, there was three in particular. There was one that you mentioned was the bootstrap paradox uh, that you mentioned in um, your video, yeah. as well as uh, as well as the next one was uh, I think it was a uh, monotheism. Uh, basically, like the no, idea. No, 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 not even monotheism. It wasn't monotheism. Because monotheism is kind of present within the series, but I think monism, monism. Uh, is, okay. is the real. 
the real shit. Okay. Let, let's just start with yeah. bootstrap, the bootstrap paradox. Okay, yeah. So uh, can you, can you um, just kind of give us a little bit about the bootstrap paradox? Especially, and I know that, um, uh, is that? Well, okay, yeah. Well, let me just give you the floor just to kind of answer that question. Yeah, you might have to make me get up my fucking YouTube script for this, bro. It's been there. <laughs> 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 no, but um, no, the bootstrap paradox is basically what happens when when they do all the path stuff. When um, it's like one event is the cause of another event, which happened to cause the first event. So, oh, okay. um, so for example, it's what happens when when Eren manipulates Grisha to turn and kill the family, and that sets forth all the events that ends up with Eren getting the power to manipulate Grisha to kill the kids and set up that chain of events again. So it's just like an infinite loop. And that obviously ties into Eren's characterization. If you believe in the loop theory, or even if you don't believe in the loop theory, about Eren looping his life over and over again, it's just tying into this idea that Eren is consistently trapped or chained by the things that Eren does, by his drive, by his nature, by his will, whatever whatever you want to call it. It's the things that Eren desires that go on to trap him, and it does this infinitely, and he can't escape it because of his nature. Okay. I think that's the crazy. So it's it's just a really cool way to use that. I think that's it's, I think it's just that's why that's part of why he's my favorite character. Yeah, ever. I think, I think his, well, we'll get into Aaron. I think we got to get into Aaron, and I think we want to talk about the loop for sure. But I guess a question is how does the bootstrap paradox differ, and you know, applicable to Attack on Titan? But how does it differ from retro causality because they're both sort of future events informing past events to let the future event happen. So I mean. Both of them kind of have sort of an infinite chicken and the egg loop sort of thing, but how do yeah, you I think retro causality is just like a is just like a is like a mean of doing the boot like the bootstrap paradox is like this encompassing thing. Okay. And like the bootstrap the bootstrap paradox can happen by either like means of retro causality or something else that I can't quite remember right now. But it's just like a, a method of doing that. Okay. Okay. A method heard of creating you. the bootstrap paradox. Heard you. Heard you. Heard you. And they're all just temporal paradoxes. Okay, interesting. And I, the, like, uh, that was one of the biggest things that I kind of, I didn't, like, to be honest, like, I had no idea about the, the loop theory prior to your videos. Um, but the fact that, like, the way that you kind of illustrated how things kind of are supposed to be able to play out, like, I think I think that was one of the most, that was most of the, um, that was something that really was like, okay, like, I, I'm fully, I'm fully committed to, like, the loop theory, especially when it comes to Aaron and, and basically his life, especially those two events between um, where we begin uh, uh, Attack on Titan and from where we see um, uh, the end of Aaron's life, where basically, I, th I think it's like, uh, what did um, um, Mikasa say? Um, uh, man. Uh, life is cool. Or like, uh, uh, wait, no, it wasn't Life is cool. It was like, uh, Sorry. are you awake, Aaron, or something? Or save... Oh, man, what, what? Nigga, do you not know what? Nah, bro. Let me not even <laughs> get on this. Nigga. <laughs> just, 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 see you just, later, Aaron. I'll see you later. Aaron. I, I don't know why. Yeah, why, why, why I said, said, "Are you awake, Aaron?" Yo, but yo, can I chime in on that? Oh, go ahead. Go crazy. I, I'm, I've also, I, you know, I've always kind of been because when you read Attack on Titan, the first time I ever, like picked up the pages, it begins with "See you later, Aaron." So for that to yeah. culminate in one thirty eight. It, it it really feeds into the loop theory, so I agree with it. Like but, he started out crying and all that. Yeah, stuff too, right? why yeah. the fuck he crying? Yeah. And Mikasa was doing the same shit, so it yeah, makes yeah, you feel yeah. like there's two realities, you know, existing concurrently or yeah. some weird shit. But I think my my question and what I'd like to discuss for the sake of this podcast around the loop is, I think your specific 
and you're um, thinking that I'm sorry, we having some equipment sorry, issues yeah, over here. I'm trying to help but out. I think you're <laughs> you're specific, and you're thinking that Aaron created the loop, was knowledgeable of the loop. Because I'm thinking that he's just an agent, you know, not even an agent of it, but he's, you know, it just exists because it exists, and he he just exists in it. But you're saying that he created it, and I'm I'm curious as to why yeah. you believe that. So for me, so I've had a lot of discussions like um, around the loop idea. I've spoken to a lot of people who like it more as a metaphor than as than as something like mechanical. Um, and in the mechanics of the series, I've spoken to people who don't believe in it at all. I've spoken. So I've had a lot of discussions around this, and for me, it just makes the most sense that Aaron. So obviously, I've got my whole video where I explain it in depth in terms of how it can happen with the mechanics and everything. But just since so many things in the story are a product of Aaron's desires, whether they're subconscious desires or whether they're they're what he consciously understands is what he's doing. Yeah, his drives is the platform for the entire series, mm-hmm. and we get that literally through things like the paths things happening. Like he literally does manipulate things to create the events of the story. And so the loop idea is just one further step that I don't think is that much of a reach, especially with how EC Armour and his editors have spoken about it being like up to the reader and up for interpretation. So it's really just one further step from what we already have in the story, from all the evidence that we have of the things that he's done. But I'm just saying, me, look, this is just something that happens for Aaron. Yeah. Constantly. I think for me, it's kind of like. <clears throat> In the end, when he has the conversation with Armin, which actually, you know, I guess it's not the end because it's before the rumbling, but he sees it and everything exists simultaneously. Yeah. So whatever, whatever. But, you know, he realizes that the rumbling isn't a good option. That is some shit that shouldn't be happening. And part of me is like, okay, does he feed into the loop? Does he create the loop because he wants to maybe atone? Does he know that he's not going to be able to atone? Is his nature not breaking? Is life so valuable that he wants to repeat life? Because were his goals met? You know, some people say yes, the goals that he had as a character were met. Some people say no, that his goals weren't met and that his life wasn't fulfilling. So I'm just I'm just curious as to why. And then and then part of the loop, yeah. it, it, it's like one thing that was very powerful is, um, and I think it might have been you that said it, but you think about the loop and you think about his, his look and that final scene when Mikasa, you know, takes his head. That's the last thing he sees. And it's like, how many times has yeah. he seen it? How many times is he going to see it? And there, there's sort of like a sober, numbing look. But the first time he experiences Grisha killing them kids, you know what I'm saying? It's the, he sees it like it's the first time. Why the fuck the nigga, you know, don't know type shit. You've been looping this shit for however long <laughs> <laughs> type shit. But, you know... I'm just. I guess I'm curious in what you think his um, personal motivations are. Do you think it's just consistent with him as a character, just how he just keeps moving forward, kind of thing? I think. Yeah. So I said. I said. I think in the video I brought up how it was potentially like the long dream is this impossible reality that Aaron didn't choose because whether you say he didn't choose it or you can't choose it is kind of beside the point. And when we're talking about free will. But he didn't choose it because that's not the role he was made for in a meta sense. That's like that's not the role the protagonist takes. Um, he can't abandon his role in the story. He can't abandon his, the story he was created for. But in the same sense, like it's just not a decision he would have made in terms of his character. And it's not a decision Mikasa would have made at the time for her character. So 
you have this thing where that is this impossible reality, but it shows a reality where his nurture, so his bonds, um, his relationship to Mixa, whatever you want to call it, superseded his nature. And obviously the story is set up and so many events in the story are set up as a product of that nature. So you couldn't, I think I talked about in the video how the long dream sending it back to himself as a child could have been a way to try and escape this loop that he's in, to try and say, look, we, we can have a better life than this. We can oh. do something different. We don't have to be bound by everything. Yeah. Obviously and, that is just one interpretation. Yeah, but that feels, that feels very Aaron-like because, I mean, just the whole, you know, if I get to do this again, I get the chance to not give up again, you know? Or, or I, I get a chance again. Yeah. I, I'm not giving up on breaking this loop. I'm not giving up on self-development. Because I kind of looked at it as sort of like a beginning and end type of thing. Like, he wants to experience all this shit over and over. And honestly, bro, I be getting emotional. And also, that is another thing. Oh, go ahead. So I was having another discussion where I said, look, <clears throat> this doesn't necessarily have to be the interpretation. This is just one thing. And that, obviously, Aaron's, the most core, probably, line of his is the, um, I was born into this world. Yeah. So instead of thinking as a, oh, I'm going to try and go back and do it differently, it's just this very subconscious drive to live. Yeah. And so he goes back to that point that day because that is the day that he wakes up and that's what the day that everything starts again. That's when Berthold breaks the wall. That's when everything starts. That's when his dad um, kills the kid. That is so he tough. just goes back because, because he was born into this world and, and he wants to be born again and to live is freedom. Yeah. And that is his drive, just to live. And so he goes back and starts that again. And someone brought up how babies cry when they're born, and that could be taken mm. as like part of that idea. Mm. So I just think there's a lot of interesting interpretations that surround the loop that are just cool to talk about, even if people don't believe it or if they do believe it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a really... I don't know. I, I don't know how you don't believe it. Like, not to say that... Everybody I think it makes sense. Like, I'm saying, yeah. like, if you pick up the first chapter yeah. of the book... <laughs> oh, why yeah. like it just it, it's the only thing that sort of makes sense and then with the larger sort of bootstrap paradox you know overarching everything the how the fuck shit don't loop you know what yeah, I'm saying exactly. Exactly. Shit, shit has to start but then when it starts it goes to a point and when you get to that point oh that point started something else again so it's like obviously it has yeah, it's like you already like, have infinite loops in the story yeah. like you have infinite you have it with Dina killing his mom you have it with him doing the stuff in pubs like yeah. you have loops in the story. Like even if you say it's like a mechanics thing instead of a literal thing, even though mechanics have to be literal, people just interpret time in a very linear way because that's what we're made to do. Like we 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 view time as we live it. And I think if you can kind of step back from that, you can see how the loop isn't even like that huge of an idea to think about. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy just he just his his consciousness just goes back. He has the power to do that. We know he has the power to do that. He goes back and it starts again. Yeah. There's an essay. And again and again and again and again. There's an essay somewhere. It's like some old shit. It's called The Tyranny of the Clock. And it discusses how the Western clock has had this influence on how we view time as linear. Because other cultures, indigenous cultures somewhere, they view time um, consistent with cardinal directions. Like if you move north, you move forward. If you move south, you move backwards in time. That's cool. Shit. And then everybody's seen a rival like, time being circular and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, but it's interesting how this series approaches time. Yeah. Um, and um, it, was there anything else that you wanted to kind of uh, touch on really quick for the philosophy? Uh, anything that you, you had in particular? 
or um, would you want us to answer ask the next question? Me, I'm 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 good. I'm easy with what, what you guys want. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, <clears throat> All right, so our next. So our next question is a little bit more along the lines, kind of sticking with the characters and their dynamics and parallels. So what are your thoughts on, you know, the character dynamics between Aaron and Armin, Grisha, Faye, Kenny, Uri, and Levi and Irwin? Oh, that's a good question. Because those are all really good. So I think, um, I think Grisha, Faye is used, especially... I don't know if you if you if you have in your mind. I, I don't know if it was in my video the the specific parallel when Grisha shows Faye the blimp and when Aaron in the last chapter takes Armin to see the lava, and like Aaron and Grisha both look at the person they're bringing, and both of those people. So so Faye and Armin have like the same expression. Like it's like wow, it's wonderful. It's all of this. Grisha smiles when he sees that, and Aaron kind of just narrows his eyes because he knows he won't be able to see the same thing, and that. That's part of why I was talking about the whole Grisha Aaron dynamic and the Jaegers in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was that was really good. The way Kenny and Yuri also play into the Aaron and Armin dynamic, which I think most things in that series do. Um, in terms of when it comes to Aaron's like drive, like innate drive, and what he was doing the rumbling for, it goes back to the Aaron and Armin stuff. So uh, Kenny Yuri, I don't have the exact, I don't have the the chapter up right now, but Kenny, it was just like, will I ever see the things that you can see? Like, if I become this all-powerful God, will I then become compassionate? Will I be able to see this dream that makes you content, like that makes you happy? Can I see the world in the same way that you do? And that's very much at the core of Aaron and Armin, because he says that the first time I looked into your eyes, I knew I wasn't free. And he turns that into the fact that He's not free because he's trapped by all of these things. And so he makes it an external thing. He's trapped by these walls. He's trapped by these titans. He's trapped by these people. He's trapped by his own desires. He, he, he makes it an external thing. And then Armin, it's very much an internal one. It's the look in his eyes. It's the joy he gets from thinking about the world. It's from seeing the world through a different light. And that's why Aaron says he's the one who can save humanity. That's why he can do all of these things that Aaron can't. And that's why Armin is the narrator of the story and not Aaron. Mm. So that's really cool. I would link um, Levi and Erwin a bit more to to Aaron and Mikasa, just in how they're used. Okay. okay. I also want to uh, segue into another question real quick. Can I stay on this one real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you got it's, it's pretty like linear. Un- it's, it's pretty much like from... Oh, because this is stuff. the same question. Un- I'm, I mean, I'm just adding Okay, on. go ahead. But my thing is, I feel, for me, Levi and Erwin, I think in all of these sort of dynamics here, there's this concept, and I'll call it a dream for you know sake of the conversation, but all, there's somebody with a dream and there's somebody who can't, uh, can't see that dream or can't enjoy that dream or can't view the dream the same way the other person yeah. does. And I think it's the same for Levi and Erwin. And the basement is sort of the, the goal, the dream, mm-hmm. the purpose that... Levi is like, with all this shit going on, I'm cool just killing these motherfuckers just, just, just to help my boy out type yeah, shit. Yeah. But you have a reason behind this, and I want to do this to serve that reason. So I feel like all four yeah, of Yeah, like he dynamics, believes in that reason. He yeah, believes in... Uh, all four of those beliefs, dreams, you know, all four of those dynamics kind of tell the story of Attack on Titan to me. 
Um, just if you stack them and you kind of yeah, you can compound you know with the lessons in each of them because Kenny and Uri, I mean, I think that I feel like that little part that season two is that's season three part one. Yeah, part one. That shit yeah. right there, that's underrated. That's a little underrated shit. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, I think that's one of my favorite episodes, friends. Um, and uh, shout out to Kenny. Kenny's an underrated uh, character uh, in general. Um, I did want to ask, um, as far as like kind of harkening back on the relationship between um, Aaron and uh, Armin, um, I think I think you said this, but it was like um, when Armin is kind of introducing, I believe, what is it, the book, the whatever it is, um, the the concept that Armin he looked at it as I want to be able to explore this uh, beyond the walls, as opposed to Aaron being able to be like, you know, why can't I have the freedom to go ahead and look at uh, what is beyond the walls. And so that basically kind of segues into like the question I was going to ask also. Um, with you kind of saying that Aaron's battle within their dynamic is a little bit more external. Um, my biggest takeaway from Aaron's character like throughout it all is this, the concept of him being that slave to freedom. But I personally look at his, that viewpoint as external also. So just as much as it is internal, yeah. or it can be internal for him, do you feel like Aaron is a slave to freedom, not only for himself, but for others as well. Oh, yeah. You said um, so by that question, you mean, like, like, he becomes... Wait, hold on. I need to understand the question so I can So I'm saying, like, <laughs> so like, the con- like I said, like, the concept of him, like I said, like, him being that slave to freedom and not being able to achieve that. Like, I, I feel like he was also trying to achieve that for others. In the same sense, like for oh, okay, yeah. like for like for, for or like oh, like just his friends, just, okay, like okay. everybody, like, oh, okay, yeah, because like, yeah, like, yeah, like I think that's indiv- the concept behind the rumbling in itself. But that's what I'm saying. So I want to like, free everybody. Yeah, so mm. I just wanted to get his take on that. Okay, I was my bad. I no, you sure. <laughs> <laughs> See what you're talking about. I think, yeah, I think that actually gets into a really interesting and maybe controversial topic of conversation about. Because like it's, I think it's quite popular now after the anime, especially, to be like, yeah, Aaron, like, oh, you see all those memes about like him sacrificing the world for his friends, and like Itachi sacrificing his friends for the world or like his family for the world. And I just think Aaron is a little more complicated in that, in terms of he did want his friends to be free, he did want them to live long lives, and he did want them to be happy. But I think his conception of freedom was such a personal anger at the world for not because i think even isiyama said this one time that erin it wasn't for for armin it was about getting to the sea it was like um oh the sea exists Uh, i don't know if the sea exists i want to find it i want to explore and for for erin it was like oh the sea obviously exists they're just not letting me see it like it's my right to see it yeah, he says so, but, he says Armin Armin possessed the curiosity for knowledge and held on to the thought of I want to see the sea. On the other hand, Aaron viewed it as the sea obviously exists, but we don't have the freedom to see it, and he felt indignation towards that. Indignation. I think that's a, that's a really good word. It's like it's like almost this childish lashing out, like I deserve more than I have. I deserve, and that gets to the point where it's like I deserve limitless freedom. I I need nothing to be able to stop me. So, but in terms of your question, I think he does provide that role of being this person who who frees others in a way that he can never be freed by because of the way he views freedom itself. I said freedom a lot in that. <laughs> <laughs> but, <boy> yeah. free. <laughs> That's what they want. It was like Aaron in one free free. <laughs> but yeah, I just uh, kept on saying freedom. 
Now, but I, I do want to see, um, especially like when it comes to like Aaron and just like his uh, mentality. Um, I think uh, one of the one of the biggest, I think the most powerful scenes was when uh, Aaron, um, he who I mean, obviously I don't think they gave him a name. You know the little child that he sees. Ramsey? Uh, was was it Ramsey yeah. the the kid the he's kid. like he holds? Yeah, he's like, oh, a matter of fact, I was so disappointed. Is actually my top one Attack on Titan moment. Oh really? No, that was a that, that's that's, that's, that's my well. shit. Well, that's when he when he's when he's apologizing yeah. to Ramsey and he can't in, understand in a oh, language yeah. that Ramsey can't understand. Mm. And then I mean, because I think it's yeah. the point of Aaron. I mean, well, it's right before the point. I think his conversation with Mikasa afterwards really confines him to his nature and his reasoning. But I think the loosest he was was when I found out humanity exist, be, existed beyond the walls or survived beyond the walls, mm-hmm. I was so disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. yeah, That shit was pow- That yeah, page, yeah. bro, I was like, yeah. oh, nah, that, yeah. <laughs> this is too much for me. Yeah. That's, that's rule. It's like, it's like real visceral yeah. emotion. You can feel it. Yeah. And, and, and that was the, this is going to happen. I, I know I'm going to kill this kid later, but it's not in my nature to, to not save him now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm gonna wipe like everybody out and still be me. But that for me, yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's also this is me. I'm gonna kill everybody because I'm disappointed because <laughs> yeah. this is just not the way the shit was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, but Aaron is a very this is how this shit's supposed to go, man. I'm supposed to be free. Niggas ain't supposed to be outside these walls, so we gonna go ahead and get y'all boys up out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, oh man, like that. Yeah, that was a powerful scene. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. That was. Um, oh man, there was something else I want to ask, but uh, I, I like if it comes back to mind, I'll make sure to go ahead and ask. Well, you was talking about Ramsey, but Ramsey. that was my bad. I, I started. Oh no, no, oh, no. Yeah, you, you touched on you touched on some of it. There was something that I wanted to uh, kind of uh, attach to that question, but I, I can't think of it now. I'll ask it later. <laughs> okay. um, but um, <laughs> but uh, I, we uh, did want to ask um, another question. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was it, Phil? I can talk. I can oh, ask. Um, I want to move towards the most polarizing ending in all of anime history. Um, just those those, those <laughs> final chapters. Hey, right? Ava, Ava's up there as well. Uh, Ava's up there. Yeah, Ava's Ava, up there. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> as far as bro, yeah. I mean, you know what? Let's not talk about that shit. I'm a crowd for real. We can talk about the first five minutes of yeah. Ava, but I, I turned that on in the living room. Said, "Oh, let me go ahead. Yeah, let me get up. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take this to a different room with yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. But um, I want to talk specifically about Armin. I have a lot I think about Armin um, as the narrator, but one of the things that you said um, in the ending is that, and I think the manga influenced me to think this way as well, and I'm speaking without revealing what I'm talking about, so I'm going to stop that and tell you what I'm talking about, but (laughs) you said that Aaron sort of influenced Zeke through a number of things to sacrifice himself um, at the end, and for me... That's a very sort of complex frame of thought, because yeah. and I and I and I it think is. in the manga, it was very much all right. Yeah, Aaron kind of tossed up Zeke, and Zeke is done. The anime changed it for me, one, but two, effectively killing Zeke is what ends the rumbling. So, I guess the larger question is, who do you have as ending the rumbling? Because I don't think it was Aaron. I think it was Armin who. Ended the rumbling. As in by by talking to yeah by, no I'd agree with that yeah I, by I talking to Zeke because if I remember what I said 
if I remember what I said, I think I more meant that Aaron did what he kind of does in the framework of the whole story. Like with with the question that I was just asked about, um, does he free others? Like he he sets the platform for them to do it. Yeah. Through their own personality, so like he lets he stands behind Grisha so that he can have that interaction with Zeke mm-hmm. at the end of chapter one two one. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Like, he lets Zeke get that closure type thing with Grisha. Like, Grisha apologizes to him and all of that. He lets that happen. Like, that is something Eren lets occur. Like, he sends Grisha certain memories. He he allows, he has to allow, he allows with Ymir the fact that Armin talks to Zeke. So Like, he sets think... the platform for these things, but they're the ones who have to do it. So, you think that Eren... So Because you, you, to me, I feel like that's the one time when... I don't know why I feel like it's Ymir acting on her own to send that Okapi out. First of all, why the fuck is it an Okapi? Yeah. Um, I, no, I, I actually agree with this, though. I agree with that. I'm saying Eren's a part of that just by not doing anything against Oh, by it. allowing it to happen. So just being complicit in it by allowing it to happen. So yeah. He's still complicit in it. But I guess a larger question for me... Which is kind of what he does the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know he lets things be, and that's kind of it. That's kind of... It is what it is. I mean, even my boy was eavesdropping on him. It yeah. was like, yo... <laughs> Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe we could talk to him. You gonna stop? Hey, hold on, y'all. I'm not gonna, gonna stop. stop. Y'all gonna have to kill me. You but wanna see, stop this? But and that's kind of what I meant. That's kind of what I meant by him talking to talking to everyone through paths and it seeming like I want you to stop me. Because the second I, time, yeah, the sec like that second. When he was time, on a plane, yeah. When mm-hmm. when he goes back and like mm-hmm. he's eavesdropping and he says like, nah, like y'all gonna have to come stop me. Yeah, I guess I think it's because yeah. you know, at a simultaneous thing, because everything is running concurrently. Like yeah. he knows what what he's doing is wrong, but he's not gonna, not stop. gonna stop. Yeah, like yeah, he's not gonna stop. Like even if he's, it's kind of like the Ramsey thing again. It's this whole I'm kind of a hypocrite, but this is me, bro. Like I'm doing this. Yeah. If you do want to stop it, you're gonna have to do that a certain way. I kind of. They're not gonna bro. talk me out of it because you can't talk someone out of something they think is wrong. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is not a pain Naruto situation where Payne thought he was in the right and he thought he was justified in what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a man who, who will um, hold up his hand and be like, okay, yeah, this is pretty fucked. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm going to see it through. He said, see it through. see it through. I, I want to, uh, well, so that's interesting to me because especially, like, um, I know people kind of say the reasoning for um, Aaron to kind of go through the rumbling and things of that nature. He wanted his friends to be um, basically proclaimed as the heroes of the event after the rumbling. Um, and mm. the, so I wanted to ask, I guess, in in particular, as far as uh, that moment, do you think that, like, er, er, like that was, like, do you think there was any alternative moment, uh, like, motive when it came to Aaron um, basically going through the actions that he did in order uh, at the end of the series? Um, because uh, if I think about it right, I think, um, at the end, uh, what happened? They were on the boat, and then um, I'm trying to think. Uh, um, That's effectively when Aaron came down and talked to Armin. Yeah. Okay. And they were okay. On the boat. So, so that happened. So that happened after afterwards, or no? It happened before. Well, the rumbling happens. Aaron and Armin are on the boat. Okay. No, no. Armin and everybody's on the boat. Okay. Um, and they're going to the hangar to fix the mm-hmm. plane, and that's when Aaron comes in, drops in. And drops back out, takes Armin's memory of it, and like you're not gonna remember this shit till I die. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, uh, actually, that brings yeah. up another point. Uh, I think there was a loop. There was a loop in the last episode where you know how we see the first scene of the seagull when uh, I think Armin's talking to Annie, and then like later on that comes back into yeah. 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, well, that's, that's what not. That's not like. Yeah, a, yeah, that's what. That's, he what just inserts that moment. Like that's uh, the moment when he chooses to talk to Armin. I thought that's what you were going towards. My bad. No, no, no. Um, hold up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I ain't cross your ass up. Yeah, No, no, but uh, basically, I'm. Uh, I was trying to say, like, do you think that? Um, uh, kind of going back to my point, do you think uh, Aaron's like? Uh, the way he went about it, that he was definitively trying to make his friends be the heroes of the situation where he knew he was going to be okay. this this terrible like this terrible person at the end of the series. Oh, I mean, I, at least to like everyone else, because I mean, he took out eighty percent of yeah, the yeah, people yeah, in the world. But like, uh, he's well, a pretty bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, what, what do you, what do you think about that? Um. So I've. This is something I've. Remain pretty steady on with it. Whereas that, yes, he does want them to be viewed, to have power in in the world afterwards, and he has he has logical precedent for that. Like this is what happened with the Willie Tiber family. Mm-hmm. It's just that the Tiber family chose not to do anything because they felt guilt for the Eldian actions of the past. But like the Tiber family did have power, they just chose not to use it in a way that would have changed anything. That wouldn't be the same for the alliance with Armin, for example. So he has precedent for thinking that it's something that works, especially with him removing all possibility that these other people can go to war for however many years um so it works and it's something that makes sense but for me it is very much maybe not very much but it, a big part of it is that it's a justification yeah, it's like yeah, a, i'm I doing this i'm doing this but th- this is a side effect of the thing that I'm doing, yeah. But it's something that does work out well for you, and it's probably part of why I chose this. But it's not like the it's not the core of it. Okay. Like I didn't do this to make you guys heroes. I did it for all these reasons. But you guys will be heroes because of this. Okay. I, and I think, it, I, I guess for me, a lot of my curiosity around Aaron is at what moment does he realize things? Because I mean, with the story of Attack on Titan, these things always exist. But what moment does he realize it? Because for me, this is akin to, I don't know, like. You doing some stupid ass shit, knowing it's stupid as fuck. I mean, this is li- and it's kind of literally what the rumbling is. Yeah. Stupid ass shit, knowing that it's stupid, but then some shit happened and you like, oh shit, I could split this with my man's. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you come home with <laughs> like, you do some yeah. stupid shit, or like, you get an extra one and you like, I can slap it to my guy. And then your boy is like, you the best, like nigga. You know I'm gonna look out for you, nigga. You had no intent to look out for him. Shit just worked out that way. Like that's how I feel like. But at what point does he realize? Oh shit, nah, we could flip this. Like Mm -hmm. y'all the heroes. Yeah, yeah. Armin, I'm not. He looking at Armin's side. I like. I'm not that bad, right? (laughs) Like I'm a hike, right? No, because I I think I mean. I mean, if you really kind of think about it, I mean, like everything, everything other than that. I mean, do you think that was probably like he thought of that that as something where he's like, you know, they can see something out of this, like they can see something out of the situation where, like, you know, like I'm not necessarily doing this for you guys, but I'm yeah. doing this in a way that you know, you still, you guys can still benefit. Like he's doing something for the like the people that he said he was going to do it for. Yeah, I think he, yeah, even. Duality. Even. My, my, oh, go oh, my bad. Go ahead. No, I was saying like even though inherently like I mean. At the end of the day, like he's still like the people that he wanted to save the most, like people like Hanji, uh, yeah, and like Sasha. And, and Sasha, and also um, like basically kind of like making Levi kind of like, yeah, out of commission. Yeah, yeah. Like those were side effects, even though he still had the best. I mean, I guess I wouldn't say the best of intentions, but like intentions that were trying to like help like the people he knew the most. And I think that really proves that this shit was just a side effect. Yeah, because I think yeah. he was like, I'm one track minded. I'm about to go stomp on everybody. Oh damn! But for me, I'm curious as to because I feel like all that shit clicked at the same time. At what point did he realize 
Armin can fix this. Armin is the one who will so, save humanity. So yeah, with the with the thing. So I'll I'll go to the first part of that. It's not really a question, but like the first part of the discussion, which is that I think one of his so he's got like a seesaw of motivations. So he wants to be he wants personal freedom. He does want the that the island to have a fighting chance. He wants his friends to live long lives and be happy, and um, he wants to end the Titan curse. Now, you those those four desires are contradictory in some sense. He can't have all four of them at the same time. So he can't have full personal freedom without taking away the long lives of his friends or ending the Titan curse, for example. He can't get full freedom for Paradise Island without, again, not, le not letting his friends live long lives. And again, he won't end the Titan curse. There, there, are, there are ways in which the fulfillment of one goal will sacrifice the fulfillment of another. So the end goal, the end result, is something that's a balance of all four. It's like he, he does take away the Titan curse. He gets some semblance of personal freedom with his freedom scene. He lets most of his friends live long lives. And he gives Paradise a fighting chance without freeing them entirely in his own mind. Mm. So, he, so that's one thing. The, the, them being heroes is a side effect of, of that end result. So he does want them to live long lives, but them being heroes isn't necessarily part of that. That's a side effect, for example. That, and I think with Taj's thing, with Kay's thing, I think he knew, I think there's enough evidence to say that he knew he would die when he received, when he kissed Isoria's hands at the ceremony. So he knew he would die at that point. And he knew that there would be an end that had no more Titans because he couldn't see past himself as a as a Titan holder or however you wanna Dude. however you wanna um, rationalize it. Yo, so pause that real What quick. he didn't know was like the Yeah. So Invaders, I watched his video on uh YouTube and he uh, he brought something to my attention that I never really thought about. I thought, you know, when he kissed his story his hand at the I metal ceremony. Him, yeah. yeah. I thought like he opened up all the memories, right? But you know, it's a very confusing thing that he accessed his father's memories of Aaron's yeah. memories, his father's memories of his own's memories. So you're saying yeah. that in that he saw? Because I'm thinking that he sees the rumbling, but you're saying that he sees the end of his life as well, the end of the rumbling. I think I think what he does at that point is realize there is nothing off after it because mm. if, if everyone's <clears throat> attack titan memories are in some way linked to Eren, so like yeah. the same thing would have been with the owl which he already knew like yeah. Eren, the owl had Eren's memories for example grisha had there's there's nothing after Eren. Eren is like the focal point and he's the one with the founding titan yes so that means it's over. So like Eren, no it's like a, it's a pretty now. easy i think it's a pretty easy guess to make that i'm not going to survive this and the curse doesn't go forward after this point. Yeah. So I think those so. are all things he knew. And there's like certain pieces of dialogue where like he's talking with Armin and Mikasa where they're at the firing range. And he says something and Armin's like, oh, we can talk this out and we can do all of this, but we need time. And Aaron's like, yes, yeah. but we need to make that time. Yeah. Like we need to, we need to, <laughs> we need to stop them so that we have the time to do this. And I think that is what happens in the ending. I think what he does with Willie Tiber by letting him have a speech and then transforming is something that he does make himself a focal point. So I think he's got pieces of it. And then when he when he touches Ymir, that is when he gets the entirety of it. Yeah. See, and I was thinking of it in a more literal sense. I don't know why. 
I took out Aaron's ability to 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 deduce that <laughs> if you ain't got no more future memories, <laughs> that means there's no future. Uh, he's, he's, pretty like, he's pretty nah, stupid. Nah, nah. My boy be thinking low key. My boy be thinking. <laughs> but I was thinking like he doesn't see the he doesn't see Mikasa before she takes his head. Then, no, yeah, that's the and uh, yeah, that's the only thing that he ever experiences for himself, kind of thing. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're we in the next question. Yeah, we uh, yeah we go ahead and do an, uh, another question. Gotcha. So, bro, for this next question, bro, we wanted you to elaborate a little more on com- compatibilism and why did Aaron initiate the rumbling? Basically, like rejecting the world or buying um, more time for paradise. But we kind of just talked about that. Like, hey, man, I didn't know when I was writing these shit. Yeah, yeah we just talked. <laughs> oh, I think I think the second part is more interesting. Yeah, second part of what I what or we put. Was the ending by Aaron's design, or was it by Ymir's? Was it fate, or was it free will? Ooh. And how much freedom does Aaron actually have? So this is um, this opens a a real rabbit like it opens a real rabbit hole. Yeah. In terms of like how people define free will, how people define the freedom to make choice. And there's no set answer for this. It's kind of just based on on what you choose as your perspective. But it is pretty certain, as in what AOT stands for, is that compatibilism is a part of this. So compatibilism is just, it's soft determinism, which is like, determinism is true. So like things are set in stone, but we are still morally responsible for our choices because that end result or the things that are set in stone are a result of all of our desires. So we're still morally responsible for that. The fact that these things are set in stone can be the case and we can still have free will in the sense that we are responsible for that. Then if you take it to like different cultures, I know, for example, like uh, a lot of Buddhists, for example, don't believe in free will as a concept. It's more like free action that they believe in. So they, they don't believe in the whole, oh, I can, I can choose to eat this pear or eat this banana. Like you'll choose whichever one you like more. So you can say that's free will. You can say it's not. Even if you say, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to eat the apple because someone thinks I'm going to eat the apple because I like it more. I'm going to eat the pear instead. That will be a reaction to however many things have happened in your, in your life that have made you go against what people would say, what people would think. So like you want to prove people wrong. That is a result of things that have happened to you in the past or your genetics or all of these things. So like the concept of free will in itself might not be the way we define it in Western culture, which is very much set on our control over our environment and all of our decisions to give us power that we may not really have when looking at the grand scheme of things. Um, But yeah, AOT is compatibilistic in the sense that obviously Aaron, I think the Ramsey scene is probably the best indicator of that, where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, the future set in stone. After he saves him, he's like, look, the future doesn't change. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but because you couldn't stop yourself from saving the kid. Yeah. It's because it was your desire to save that kid, no matter what you're going to do in the future, because that's who you are as a person. So yes, the future doesn't change, but that's a result of your desires and who you are as a person and your choices, which you're still morally responsible for, which I think is the most important thing that you don't take away moral responsibility in a story with so much weight. Shit get real clockwork orangey, man. (laughs) But I feel like... I hate that. I hate that book, by the way. Word? Clockwork Orange. Man, <laughs> I do dog. Not fuck with it. Come on, Drew. 
Yo, I couldn't stop speaking in that fucking language after we read that book. But um, <laughs> I think a sort of question about fate and free will when it comes to Attack on Titan, um, and I guess you can say this is clear because it's Aaron's story and it all makes sense for it to be Aaron's story. But, you know, and there's a lot of, I guess, theology and mythology in Attack on Titan, but... From a greater sense, because you have Ymir's story that doesn't end until 2,000 yeah. years later with Mikasa. Mm-hmm. Was Aaron's story, obviously it's a part of Ymir's story, but was it for Ymir? Or did Ymir exist to serve Aaron's story? Or did Aaron exist to serve Ymir's story? But not in the literal, like, we know Ymir exists to serve Aaron's yeah. story kind of thing. But, like, if this was all based I think that's also just reality, a really cool question. Like, who, 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 who's the real main character here? You know what I'm saying? Because, like... This is yeah. all that Ymir set this in stone to have this understanding of love, to be freed from love, to be freed of, you know, subservience and submission. But then it's like, you got Aaron, and Aaron's shit is a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just don't know. I feel like that, that's what I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about compatibilism and sort of that, that determinism yeah. within the story. Who Whose story matters? Like, whose story is... I don't know. I'm going to shut up. I can't... I tried my hardest to I talk think, around I it, but I can't... <laughs> my bad. No, I think that's a really good... I think that's a really good talking point, to be honest. Because, like, from your Yamir's perspective, I'm sure her story is the one. Yeah. Is the important one. From Aaron's perspective, I'm sure Yamir's nothing but a footnote. From Armin's story, I'm pretty sure it's more about Aaron than it is about Yamir. From... The king, the first king story, is more about him than Ymir. Like he's the one who who started all of this Elgin race stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's something that's quite true to life in the sense that we can't define our own lives by other people. But if someone was to look at our lives from a separate perspective, they might see, oh, we've actually helped this person more than we've helped our own lives, or like we've helped this person in a way that that would make us play a role in their lives, like part of their story, just in the same way they played a part in our stories. And I just think that's like the 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 way people get super focused, like hyper focused on, oh, it's all it's all Yamir's fault or it's all this and that. I think it's missing a key part of the point of Attack on Titan. And also, there's some mechanical stuff that doesn't really make, make sense with the whole Yamir thing. Like she didn't have agency for a long time. Yeah, he needed Eren, but not in the sense like she set everything up for Eren to do this. Eren came into her life, and when Eren touched her. That is the moment that all of these possibilities open up for Ymir as well. Yeah. So when that connection happens, it's a two-way connection. Mm-hmm. So then, then she starts her arc really. So she she paused her arc when she when she fell into the tree, and that's why in part she's the same age mm-hmm. as that day. Like she's wearing the same stuff, she's wearing the same outfit. She still hasn't regenerated her tongue. Like she is that girl from the from. The moment the king said you're free, go and and she fell into the tree. She's still that same girl. She hasn't grown mentally at all. Oh shit! What Aaron does, and for all the viewers at home, is, um, can we talk about the number thirteen in relation to all that shit? Oh yeah, the page thirteen. Uh, yeah, 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 that, that, that was shit. one thing. I that shit was hard as fuck, bro. <laughs> I think Ymir's arc is what thirteen, 13 pages. Zeke's was but, thirteen. And I from think, the moment. Yeah. yeah, I think you mentioned that uh, that's the only numbered. Uh, yeah, the number, number page, page in uh, chapter one. Yeah, Mikasa. Yeah. Okay. Oh, was this? Oh, was this? I think it was chapter one. Chapter I'm, one, I'm right? Lying. 
It was a see you later one. No, it was yeah, it was a see you later. Thank you, bro. I yeah. was like, yo, because some, I, some I think shit, some yeah. shit is thirteen. Yeah. Goddamn. But, but yeah, uh, if, if you can elaborate I, on that, because yeah. I thought that was really um, that was really something. I was like, oh shit, like what, yeah, that was like oh, 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 oh that's crazy. I think that's just my favorite catch in like anything Attack on Time related. Like, that shit's so cool. That shit with is the so dope. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was thinking I was like, hold up, let me let me check my. I think I have a volume one. Oh, I probably should have brought it. But <laughs> oh, let me see. I was about to be like, hold on, hey bro, hey bro, don't say thirteen. This nigga was lying. No, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, that, that was one of those things. And I think that was you also described it as something where like that was like the end of the loop for for the um, <laughs> yeah. It's like. It, I think it's like if you count the pages in, in the long dream and then so every page that Aaron and Mika are together from when the long dream starts yeah. to her cutting off his head, uh, that's 12 pages. And then the 13th page is the only numbered page in the entire manga, which is him waking up at the street, which I just think is nuts. That is crazy. And like, that could be a coincidence, right? That's some that could team be a coincidence shit. in paying no, with another no, no, 13. No, 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 but yeah, it, it's crazy. Ain't no coincidences he, he on this team manga shit, bro. Hey, relax. Then but he I... does the same thing with Ymir and he does the same thing with Zeke. Yeah. And you're like, this can't be a coincidence if he's done it two other times. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is crazy. And then, you know, just kind of like if we discuss compatibilism, how it relates back to Geek Giant Podcast, like like for us to create <laughs> team manga. <laughs> and, then for that, and then and I think I think Attack on Titan serves team manga. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like it was created just to push mm. this yeah. message out. You know what I'm saying, and, that, and that's just another piece of it that really just hammers that point home. You, you know, you know, you know, it's funny. Like uh, Attack on Titan is, I believe, everyone's like top three anime in this room. Uh, as far as like top three manga, though, is it your top three manga, uh, Nick? Personal no, cap. I just cap. <laughs> Wait, why'd you do that? Personal no. <laughs> Yo, he tapped him. Bro. Hey, I don't know if you saw that, bro. He tapped the leg. Hey, look. Hey, look. He tapped the leg. Nigga. Hey, I was thinking, hey, 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 they in cahoots. They in cahoots. Exactly, nigga. Team Marga. Team but Marga. back to what you were saying, though, about Ymir, about sort of um, how this shit really is subjective and how, you know, how that, how that all kind of wires down. Yeah, like we all have our own stories and they'll, they'll be perceived by different people in different ways and to ourselves in different ways. So I just, I just think that's a point that the story is trying to make as well. Yeah. In yeah. terms of like us having this discussion is like pretty cool because like whose story is it? It's mine type shit. Everybody like, nah, I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one. Re- I'm the one reading this shit. I'm the one writing it for. Nah, facts. facts. <laughs> nope. um, oh, sorry. Now you sure? Uh, just to kind of like uh, segue with the like what, what we're talking about at the moment when it comes to Ymir and uh, also kind of talking about Mikasa. I know you kind of mentioned a little bit about Ymir being somewhat of an actress. Um, so could you touch base on that a little bit for us? Mm, I, think, um, I think I spoke on Oh, you spoke on that. My fault. I was thinking, you know, Ymir was just a good... Could we talk about Ymir? But I think Mikasa and Ymir, sort of, that story is also the story of Attack on Titan. Yeah. And yeah. I guess I'm curious... Because I feel like out of all the Attack on Titan people, I should say, <laughs> I, don't know how to, I don't know how to define, I guess, the, the larger community, people that have influence <laughs> on people's perceptions of the story, I feel like you're, you're unique in one that you think Aaron created the loop, but also on your emphasis of Ymir and her influence 
over the story. So I just wanted to provide the opportunity for you to speak on that a bit. Yeah, like I think even with the anime, that's still probably the most contentious point is like, why was Mikasa the one to save Ymir? Um, why was this such a big part of the finale? Things like that. And for me, at its core, it's just a very beautiful idea of like one girl who was almost defined by her trauma setting free another girl who couldn't do the same for herself. Like Mikasa worked through her arc on her own and through that was able to help Ymir to grow from her trauma. So that's, I think that's one of my favorite parts of like the whole thing is that when Erin touches her, her eyes open and you can understand her a bit more. And she's got this, she's got the same expression as Erin had when he kissed Historia's hand and Grisha's expression when Aaron manipulated him. And Damn. it's like this one of rage, it's, it's, it's rage, it's this, it's this lashing out against the world and quite a childish one of that. Like it, it's like, things haven't gone my way, I'm going to kill everything. I'm gonna take away everything that can harm me, every type of limiter on me, and I'm going to lash out at the world for what it's done to me because the world is a cruel place. And then when Mikasa does her role, we see Ymir with her eyes open again, but this time she's grown up, like she's grown from her trauma. She's, she's no longer a child because of the arc that Mikasa went through. Yeah. And I just think that is so poignant. And for me, the lack of explicit information yeah. is something I really like. And not everyone likes that. People, maybe we could have had a chapter of explaining all the reasons, all the different parallels between um, Mikasa and Ymir and how Mikasa serves as her antithesis throughout the story. How, like, for example, Mikasa grows from her fear of Eren's death and then lets go of him in order to carry on her own life. And then Ymir does something similar in realizing that her love for the king wasn't actually love. It was this toxic attachment that she then learned to let go of as well. So there's, there's, there's that theme of letting go. Yeah. There's a theme of Mikasa showing her that love isn't a burden. It's not subservience. Whoa. It's not but hold on. being told what to do. Like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> nah, not even that. You know how shit... Bro, like we like Phil just made me remember that Armin let go of his dream. And our belief, however we discuss these things, I didn't even realize everybody does that shit to attack on Titan, son. Except for Aaron, whole ass. This nigga can't let go of shit. But I mean, well, I guess he, you know, he he concedes and he he compromises and whatnot. But I didn't realize that Mikasa well, Mikasa, yeah, let's go of Aaron. But Aaron is the one thing that she like believes in. That is her one absolute. And Ymir does the same. Yeah. That's so interesting. And I think the eight pages, like, you're talking yeah. about lack of explicit information. Like, I'm like, bro, Isayama gave eight more pages on this shit to kind of clear shit up. You know, to, to, I feel like that, <laughs> that was more explicit. And then the anime does some explicit shit as well. But um, as far as Mikasa goes as a character and her development, I think that scene in the anime... Um, right before she kills Aaron, where she's like, nah. And, well, first of all, all right, I'm jumping all over the place. I know. I know I am. But first of all, why the fuck, how the fuck she know Aaron was in his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still convinced he told her in that dream. I'm you still convinced. So? He, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm chilling there, bro. Because, <laughs> I'm chilling bro, there. Like, <laughs> like, like, she me. dead, doesn't know. Get me. Don't nobody know where that nigga at. He, he gets up like, okay, so he's somewhere else within the head for sure. She, Bro, she wraps that scarf around. She says, 
Airs in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all help me get there. Hey, I'm convinced. They lived that four years, bro. They they did that four years there. They were happy at the end. He's like, yeah, come get me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to go home, bro. I need my girl to come pick me up. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm done, bro. <laughs> so I'm, done I'm finished. But, on, but what I was going to say before I remembered that and had to say that is I think that scene where Aaron's scarf, Mikas's eye, in the cut underneath her eye that Aaron gave her, uh, the cut, yeah. I think that shit is loud as fuck. That shit speaks volumes, dog. That's, I mean, that's just beautiful yeah, shit. Because, yeah, because for me, that is like, you've done me harm and you've done all of these people harm, but you, you were also so much more than that. And it's, it's just her theme. And a lot of Attack on Titan seems like the world is a cool place, but it's also beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can see the beauty in the world, and that's what makes me not you like Aaron was as Aaron said like in return to Gigante he's like I've got nothing but hate in me right now yeah I, I can't see past what I am at this moment in time like my my dream and killing all the titans and all of this stuff but there is more to that in life and, that, and that's true to life and it's a message that I think the audience can take away from it because she that's why I just think that that moment is so powerful and so good and misunderstood to a large extent which is like, she's showing that love is a choice. It's not something, again, as I said, like it's not something that burdens you. Yeah. Because Ymir's love was one that did shackle her. It's something that chained her up. It's, it was abuse. It was toxic. It was agony, as Aaron says. Mm-hmm. And that's not what love should be. Mm-hmm. And I think, Love should not be a chainer. It should be a freedom. And I think Mikasa, as this, you know, through the, through the first have a long of attack on Titan. She was kind of this awkward, unwarranted, unwanted love, sort of, you know, just an image of that. But I think an image that always followed Mikasa in my watchings of the anime were flowers. And speaking on parallels between Yamir yeah. and Mikasa, um, my f- one of my other favorite moments of attack on Titan is right before Yamir jumps into the tree. She falls down. And the blood with the flower. And the blood and the flower. And I think that is Mikasa's theme. The world is a beautiful place, but it's yeah. a cruel place. And the flower having nine petals, yeah. the blood. It was just something that was that at the focus of, you know, um my curiosity for a while. But just flowers being representative of the beauty in the cruel world, how they exist Bless around you. the Titans are. And Bless like you. and like growing up and being able to grow despite their despite or because of their environment. Yeah, like obviously wherever they at. flowers are chained <laughs> Their environment, yeah, yeah, like concrete rolls, but coming out of a titan's dead body <laughs> type shit. That's a really good. I think you could talk about that forever as well. Like yeah, why man. titans basically act as like fertilizer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, that is dead funny. That is crazy. <laughs> 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 niggas, niggas is walls, <laughs> <laughs> niggas, everything, everything, bro. Hey, you know, I very resourceful, yo. Another another funny just just real quick, bro. I was I was wanting to say this. I forgot to text this to y'all because I was I was wanting to say this today because I wanted to see if this shit made anybody laugh as hard as this shit made me laugh. Boy, on your Capone crashes that fucking plane, right? They take that nigga body out of there. Yo, is he alive? Yo, I think he from Paradis. Oh, you talking about but? Any dance? Do you know my daughter? Hey, wake up, nigga. You know my daughter. <laughs> Yo, that shit was so fucking funny. And I think it's kind of... I think Isayama's comedy is slept on. This is the funniest nigga. Why would you have him do that, bro? In that fucking moment? 
nigga this nigga knocked out. I think, bro, he's still unconscious, bro. Yeah, yeah like, bro. Like, like, he knocked out. He said, yo, he about to slap him with his cane type shit. Where's yo, Annie? Yo, you know Annie? <laughs> <laughs> That's my daughter, nigga. Where, yo, is she good? <laughs> that shit was funny. But it's funny because he never doubts that she's good. He like, where is she? <laughs> I, I think uh, I mean another funny moment. I mean this is just a sidetrack moment, but uh, just the uh, this shit with Armouth, where like, <laughs> yeah, my uh, I, hey, so this is I was uh, watching the final episode with my girl and um, oh, and then you remember when uh, what was it the uh, Okapi? Uh, yeah, Okapi. Okapi uh, put that shit in uh, Armouth's mouth, and then you know my girl was sitting beside me. She was like, "Yo, uh, <laughs> Armin deep throat in that." <laughs> Because <laughs> when they come back on that other scene, like when he comes back and like he realizes he's not hurt, boy, he, that shit is. I'm not even going. Yo, yeah, I can't yeah. even speak right, on that you know, one. That shit was dope. Bro, I was like, damn. I could. <laughs> like, uh, Armin was really throwing about. that motherfucker, boy. <laughs> I was like, hey, yo. <laughs> yo, that nigga was really throating that bitch, son. That shit that was crazy. Man. I'm talking about, I mean, real shit, I don't even know how that nigga thinking. That nigga should have been passed out. <laughs> Damn, no oxygen. No and Mika still came and cut that nigga freak ass tongue out. <laughs> yo, shit. Now, yo. Uh, uh, that's another thing. Um, I know you mentioned this before, um, Taj, uh, the, the randomness of... of because I had to look up what a, 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 a copy was. Um, I didn't even like. I feel like it kind of has a purpose to 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 show just that they're trapped in the walls. They they would have no reason to know what the fuck that is because yeah. it doesn't exist inside the walls. And he's from outside the walls. That was that was funny in the anime as well. Yeah, but that shit is just funny. That was funny in the anime. She's like, what type of the nine? What type of the nine is it, nigga? What like what, what type? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe what? the jaw. Maybe I don't know. maybe a beast. I don't. The, the old copy? <laughs> the fuck is an old copy? Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because I was I was watching the episode. I was like, Yo, what the fuck is that, bro? Like, I, I never, yeah, I never. What heard. is that though? It's a, it's a, know. it's a, it's like a. Isn't in the bull family or something? Nah, giraffe family. Giraffe it's the family. closest oh. thing genetically to oh, a giraffe. Huh? It, it's a really interesting. Oh, like these a, things are ugly, bro. <laughs> they kind of, kind of fly. Oh, they kind of <laughs> fuck with them. They're like a pygmy giraffe kind of thing, man. I, I fuck with it. That's yeah. a, no, you can't go to nah, a full grown one. Like, look at a baby. Nah, one. they baby ones is cute. Anything, anything that's a baby is cute, though, bro. Not always, gang. I don't. This shit is, this shit is disturbing, bro. And this one got ass, though. <laughs> these, these <laughs> <are disturbing. laughs> is, that, nigga, is that what Chris Rock played in fucking Madagascar? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a zebra, but that's what it looked like. Hey, no, nah, they're like a zebra hyena. No, I seen that. Shit. <laughs> no, um, bro, this is yo. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Wow, that like, shit, like number two or three on. Yeah, that shit, ca- that shit kind of hit. Yeah, everybody oh, really? had to say, yo, like, yeah, why, like, why Annie know that shit? But real shit though, we, I mean, we live in a for real world where that shit really exists. Nigga, I didn't know what a copy was nah, before nice. Attack on Titan. That's nice. the funniest shit to ever. It's probably in Australia. Too. Oh, they got Australia. Uh, Australia got, got, got everything. everything. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, random shit though. Y'all know how the U.S. is big as fuck, right? Yeah. Did y'all know that Australia is the same size as the U.S.? Not until the other really? Day. Oh yeah, I told you that yeah, shit. Yeah. I was like, bro, if you overlay a map of Australia over the U.S., that shit takes up the. I'm thinking it's a little ass. You know, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I understood it was a continent, but I thought that was on some like, 
you know, like on some, uh, like they cool type shit. You know how <laughs> niggas be like letting you be part of their team? Like, yeah. oh, that nigga cool, like he yeah. with us. Like, yeah. I just thought they was gonna let that nigga be a content. But no, that shit is actually big as fuck. But yeah. that's it as far as old copies go. Then, nah, um, they are ugly though. I'm looking at yo, yo chill, oh my god, yo, look at this little horns, horn shit. Like, yeah, this shit not even a real but, horn. But it's giraffes like, are cute. Yeah. It's like a giraffes are cute. See that shit? That, nah, I think that shit colorist. You ever seen? Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, all that, nah, no copy is a dark skinned giraffe, and now niggas want to hate on a this, giraffe. This look like a zebra and a giraffe decided to do the fusion dance, and then they got they got this ugly. Nah, that's how donkey was with that dragon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. donkey was like, I see the meme. It was like, nigga, I killed the dragon. Me. Killed three dragons. <laughs> they put donkey in that bitch. It was like me. Nigga, I slayed one. I slayed one. Hey, so uh, I, I did have one question, um, and then um, I think uh, Nick had a question. Um, my thing was uh, Isayama. He's uh, I know you mentioned this in the video as well. Like um, uh, Isayama's use of uh, I think it's called a, a numerology. Numerology. Yeah. numerology. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Some. And especially especially going back to the number thirteen. Uh, I want I want to know if there's any specific thing that you can uh, at least um, like uh, that that was one of your favorite like uses of Isayama actually doing that because uh, I think I, I think we can all say this like I think Isayama man like uh, the way he thinks because uh, uh, at least my way like I, I really think like uh, was I think a lot of the stuff Isayama did does is intentional but at the same time do you think some of it is like he kind of like like puts it out there and 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 uh, he'll connect it a little bit. And later. we are the ones who. Yeah, yeah. And yeah we... I think it's an interesting conversation. I think it's like we'll never know the true extent of it. I think certain things, like obvious that he had planned. I think like the um, like the the, the way the story turned out. I think is very obviously in his mind, in terms of Aizen, Aaron being the one dying. Um, just in him having that arc to become the quote-unquote villain. I think those are things that he 100% knew and set up from the start. I don't think... I think a lot of things, are, of course... I think he's talked about this as well. Like Marley, for example, he, he never expected Reiner to be as big as a character as he did. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, that evolved organically. <laughs> and that shit kind of be pissing me off. I think that I happened think, like a couple of times. I think Reiner <clears throat> is the most... As far as the cast goes, I think Reiner is the most underrated. Like, I, don't, I don't see him in conversations the way I would expect to because, I mean, he's literally... Yeah, like he's. I mean, in, even in his Titan form, he's the armored Titan. Aaron is the attack Titan. You got a shield and a spear. Like in every sort of way they operate, I feel like they're opposites. And yeah. then if you think about Aaron's fights within the series, it was always with that whole ass. Yeah, like he was always time. fighting Reiner. <clears throat> so I feel like Reiner is a major player. And then I don't know. I what made me read the manga was the end of a uh, season four part one when Reiner was looking down and Aaron was looking up. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. that yeah. I said yeah, nah. I, I wait till when? Fuck that! Nah, I need to see this. I need to see them duke it out because they yeah. be having legendary battles, boy. Nah, them fights be lit. Though. So, so I, I mean, I feel like Reiner is a major player that gets discounted. Yeah, I, I have a weirder thing. Like, I don't know if it's because of how much discourse I've had around Attack on Titan. It's like I've seen in the circles that I am, Reiner super high rated, and like Gabby super highly rated. In the because this is just the communities Ooh, I've been yeah. in, <laughs> people who are super into the whole discourse thing. Yeah. So like I didn't like them purely because I didn't not 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 dislike them, but I didn't think they were as good as those people said. But I also think they're much better than what people in the like the general community think. Mm 
Yeah. So I'm like in this mix zone where like I think they're good, but I think like Reiner is like a super. He's a very linear. He's very good, but he's like this very linear, explicit character, which doesn't yeah. make any bit bad. It's just not tailored to my taste, for example. Mm. I mean, there's a lot. Of and I think he got a lot shit. of hype. Like I think the funniest shit yeah. is um, having him fight life itself. Like the nigga ain't been fighting life his whole life. I said life. Hey, I didn't even think of that. I mean, yeah, my boy, my, my boy that, jumped so down and grabbed that, life by the horns. <laughs> he was like, "You not yeah. finna see Aaron." That shit was crazy. No, but I'll, I'll say, I saw it on TikTok. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, especially the stuff with Reiner, uh, I, I think that's interesting. I mean, me personally, I don't necessarily like Gabby. Um, obviously, for what she did for Sasha, but I, I know, like, the more that you kind of get into the story, it's funny how I kind of look at both of those characters. Like, I can, I can, like. I almost kind of go back to like nostalgia and how much I hated Reiner uh, when when you find out yeah, when you find out what he did yeah. and then even Gabby. But as the story kind of progresses and you kind of get into like this, it's like this weird area where like everyone, like everyone is wrong. And nobody's good. Yeah, nobody's yeah. Innocent. Everyone's yeah. done some fuck shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone, bro, everyone. Armin, Armin has killed crazy. a lot of babies. Bro. Facts. Armin, and Armin knows it. Armin just be like, yeah, man, that's me type shit. <laughs> but I think with Gabby, like, I'm a monster, bro. Like, yeah. It, and it doesn't, like, I think for me, like, kind of having, and this is going to sound bad, like, kind of seeing how fucked up everyone is, like, it kind of, like, like levels the playing field for, like, how I just see the story or how I just see these characters yeah. going forward. I feel like that's Marley arc, where yeah. it kind of yeah. just subverts your whole view of the story. And you got Tiber speech, you're like, yeah, Aaron really is... You're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that nigga a threat. You're like, Aaron, Aaron is a problem. And it's also funny, like, especially Reiner. I, I know we had an episode where we were talking about it, like, um oh, like, he needed to be yeah, locked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he needed to be in a yeah, he needed to be in a in a ward, like, cause like I mean, especially like uh, uh, what is it? Is it is it the, <laughs> what happened to Marco? <laughs> But is that is that um what's it called dissociative um dissociative personality disorder? Oh yeah, 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 yeah like uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, he has like bro, you know these God, two. Bro. He was tripping, bro. Yeah, he was like, bro, we gonna kill this man, and then he forgot. Oh shit, yeah. He was like, <laughs> bro, oh, it was like him, Annie, and uh, yeah, bro, bro, bro yeah, bro. bro. <laughs> and I think for me. After you, so after you crazy. do that shit the first time, anytime you read or watch the series, yeah. you just look at Burt whole face like, bro, this nigga right. can't stand. He be mad as hell, bro. He be back, back at every scene like, damn, <laughs> he about to sneak that nigga. Like. <laughs> And you, and you know what? You know when somebody pull out with their pants up, like, 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 like you know about to go that Russell, that Russell Westbrook behind. Yo, oh, <laughs> but yeah, um, oh, uh, so but crazy. but yeah, I think uh, is there anything else that I wanted? Oh, I wanted to say something on that. Okay. Um. So with Gabby, like, I don't think she's bad or anything, but she irritates the fuck out of me. Yeah. And it's not because of her character; <laughs> it's because of the way Isayama makes her a player. Like. The fuck, like, bro, but like, I want him to sit her down. Like, why the fuck is she able? Armin come out. She knocked the old copy, boy. Yeah. Why the fuck she shoot Aaron head off? Bro, like, she, been an she shouldn't have been, bro. She been, <laughs> she she been, been, she been too fucking deep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bro, been you want a movie? Bro, you want a moving bird titan? Bro, her tracking is open. You want a moving bird titan with a fucking rifle? And you talk about some tink? 
that shit did make me Bro, mad. She's yeah. she's good at her job, G. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think if she's 13, she don't need to be that fucking good. Like, bro, goddamn. No, because she's good at her job, bro. I just hate it, bro. Like, bro, sit her down. She's a soldier, bro. She was. I don't give a fuck about that. I want Isayama to sit her little ass down. Was that you're not supposed to be able to do that? Was that her first time with the rifle? The rifle? Yeah, where that shit come from? That was that was your second time with a rifle, bro. Remember she no because she took it. Remember when remember when Pierre was like, oh she did take it. Remember because remember when um it was when um fuck what happened? She was with somebody and like they told her to stay, and she just grabbed the shit and ran. Were you talking about the first time or the second time? The first time. The first time yeah, she I'm talking about how she get that okay, joke on Falco. Time? Yeah, well, that shit just came out. Of the oh, yeah, is, second time, I did. Yeah, 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 real shit, shit though. Came out of nowhere. Real shit though. Like they was on a boat the whole time. So why the, the fuck did she have that motherfucker? Bro, bro, they was. <laughs> He he jumped off the boat. He launched off the boat, right? Yeah. Destroyed that and shit. And she said, I'm going to keep this motherfucker. She was like, she said, hey, I'm going to bring my gun. I keep that shit she up. Said, I, 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 I ain't going over without my shit. She <laughs> said, get you. Hey, what, what uh, MK Slash said? He said, that tiny ass. Like, get you a stick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> get you a stick. Bro, she ride with that fucking oh, stick. Shit. Bro, bro. I, I want to know how she got, like, I mean, obviously, I know you said that aim that shit. Like, I want to know how she got nice with that shit, though. Like, I mean, whole, she was raised to be a soldier. Mm-hmm. No, but then. I don't she, she, she was beating Falco like, ass like untrained. I mean, she was she was, she was, was like She was like yeah. they were soldiers built up to inherit. No, I don't type shit. Did they train shit though? She might have been the number one prospect of all time. No yeah. facts, nigga. If nah, she, she was, I think she bro, was. you saw how they treated her, nigga. They could treat her like Braun out of the way, high school, the way nigga. I'm telling you, boy. Like she was finna get drafted at 18 to the Cavaliers and build a legacy. Yo, so then somebody was like, damn, like. Like referring to Gabby as LeBron is such a such a devious such a devious similarity. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, bro. Nah, bro, but that Gabby shit really be like I fuck with her, but. The thing is, is the nigga, parts my that... My homies hate Gabby. What you talking about? I fuck with Gab. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. She redeemed herself. <laughs> I, I, I fuck with Gab. Like, nigga, she shot... Saw, she got that claim still on Bennett, one man army yep. type. Okay. No, I ain't gonna lie. She, she nice, though. She nice. Her she, stock she, went up, but I bro, still don't fuck with her. Yeah, yeah, what fuck you talking about? about? Like, well, I'm a Mahito nigga, so you know, I, I fuck uh, with the bad guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My, my faves, yeah, my yeah, faves is not really... Yeah. Gabby's... Gabby for me is too nice not to fuck with. Really? She's too cold with it, bro. She's yeah. she's raw, bro. She's too like in the it. midst of all this chaos. She said, "I'm gonna lay down and go prone, and shoot Aaron's fucking head off." Like she was way. Nigga said, "Yo, that's in. way too powerful for you. Put that shit down, nah, bro." She said, "But it's the it's the fact that she can do the like. I mean, I just feel like when you think about the cast, when you think about everything written in this thing, I would rather have a random ass soldier." Snipe Aaron from the wall right. or some shit. Then yeah. Gabby lay down and be the one to take his head off. Like uh, when because I feel like the most <laughs> important thing to ask in literature is why. And every time I ask why about Gabby, I don't get no fucking answers. Why? Why do we got Gabby shooting Aaron head? <laughs> like, I, I would say this, and I, I do want to get your perspective on this as well, uh, Sash. Um, the fact that you know a lot of people like to compare like. Like uh, Aaron and Gabby are Early two, si- are, are, think, are two sides so. of the second co- uh, same Aaron, coin. Yeah. I mean, but she tied her hair up in that mirror set. <laughs> no, but in, in my opinion, I, 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 I kind of disagree because, I mean, obviously, you know, looking at the series, our perspective is from the Eldian side, like how they're, they're like trapped within the wall and then their perspective of kind of coming out and be like, oh shit, like, you know, this isn't like... Everything within the wall isn't just the world. It's basically our world, but like there's more outside of it. 
But I, I think the thing about it is, I think Gabby, I mean, in a lot of her actions and the way she kind of goes about things, I mean, maybe I may be tripping. I don't see them. I don't see them on the same kind of level as far as like how they thought. I mean, I know both of them are kind of reactionary when yeah. it comes to a lot of things. But I would like what what, what is your that cold, nigga. yeah yeah what is your perspective so, on that? So for me, I think people get a little bit confused on this as well in terms of like I think there is a very clear and obvious parallel that is he almost trying to make between them. But people say it's like the, oh, we're gonna we're gonna kill everyone, and that is that's like the, the crux of it. But they get about there from two different ways. So Aaron, so people to argue against the parallel, they'll bring up how, oh, Aaron never believed in his government, in what his government said, and Gabby always did. Like they wouldn't, they're not the same. But it's very much Aaron is a product of that book with Armin. Like his perspective mm-hmm. is because of that book and the actions he takes after that and the the dream that he got out of that hers is the same thing but just with the propaganda that she got given so her her version of the book is the propaganda she was fed as a kid and has always been fed yeah okay. so she didn't have the book of Aaron. she had the propaganda and so her how they react to those stimuli are very similar in terms of i'm going to kill everyone i'm going to free my people i'm going to free myself we're going to get out of these walls. They even use like the same language. So that's where the parallel is, but it's two different stimuli okay. for them. Oh, that, man. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I guess, I, like, I guess my thing with Gabby is just like the fact that obviously I feel like you are something. Uh, she's not necessarily leaning into that as much, but I, I do kind of understand like the propaganda of how, um, you know, she sees, you know, she sees the world in a little bit different light than Aaron does, especially the, like based on the environment that they got raised in. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Uh, that, that also kind of comes to another point. And then, uh, sorry, Nick, you can go ahead and answer the question. Um, I want to like. There's this, and this is maybe this is just me, but there's this, there's just like, like this uh, sense of revenge throughout the entirety of Attack on Titan that I re- that really kind of. Yeah. I think that was the thing that really kind of drew me, like really heavy into the series especially like the like everything kind of coming to a to a head um like you know at uh i think the beginning of season four where we actually get you know you're we like oh you know all of this has been built up to get to this very moment um but i, I guess i guess my thing is is that one of the is, has that been a factor for you when you were actually doing your uh, read-through of Attack on Titan, was that something that really kind of drew you more into the series? Or how, how do you feel about that? Because it kind of, it, it doesn't necessarily stick at the end when you kind of understand, like, everyone has their own motives, their own goals. Um, morally, you know, everything is kind of put into a, a, a weird kind of area, because, you know, a gray area, because, like, Am I too fucked up for doing this, or am I this way or that way? I want to. I want to kind of get your perspective. Was like, was the revenge aspect of the series something that really kind of drew you to the series? And if not, then what? Um... I think. Okay. Yeah, I think it was more for me the mystery. Okay. I think it was probably that for a lot of people as well. It was. It was like the mystery, like what is in the basement, like what is, like every single time you got like a little answer in the first three seasons, you got like ten more questions, mm-hmm. and like that always just kept me super invested. I must have binged the first three series like when I caught up in like three or four days. Like, I was a di- I inhaled that shit. Because like I needed to know. I feel that bro. No, that's I needed to know. And I think that's why I also think that's why some people get turned off by season four. 
Because like the mystery box switches instead of like what's in the basement to like what's Aaron thinking, yeah. Yeah, and that might not be as interesting for a lot of people. And it's more, it's more character driven. It's more politics yeah. involved and all of that stuff. But for <laughs> me, it would, that was what drew me in the mystery. And then I, I really liked the characters and I fell in love with how the world worked and how it interacted and like the themes and yeah. and things like that. Okay. Well, not at the time. At the time, I just thought it was fucking lit. <laughs> now I think that. I think. Like how we was talking about how it was mid to us earlier, I feel like re- the revenge was why that shit was mid to me when we first started Attack on Titan because mm-hmm. I feel like so many series, cliche. so many series yeah. touch on revenge. Yeah. Like, everybody asked that question and like I've seen enough answers to to revenge to yeah. know oh that shit isn't satisfying. Everybody comes to that conclusion. That's yeah. the message they want to leave. Uh, so for me, a I low key by the way, fine. Todd, you're gonna hate me for this. What? If I can jump in real quick there, go ahead. That's go ahead. why I don't fuck with Makito. As much as other people, because I've seen the whole "I'm you" thing. Oh yeah, no, uh, no, no, not revenge. Oh, okay. Because I've seen the, <clears throat> I've seen the whole justice it's, talk. Like, oh, he's team animal. See, not, like, but no, team animal. Now, and you're gonna, and you're gonna find me strange. But I love Mahito though. You're gonna find me strange for this, but that's no, not. That's a, that, 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 no, no, no. That's, that's a team anime take. I like no, that. That's like whack as fuck. But listen, I feel like um. That piece of Mahito isn't even a factor in why I like him. <clears throat> His shit comes from the same. Nah, I get that as well. I think he's fucking yeah, hilarious. That it's it's how nah, I ain't watching. Damn watch. nigga, can I talk? Yeah. Man? Like, <laughs> yeah, <that> <laughs> <nigga>. <laughs> yeah, I just think about it. He, like, he, he definitely watched it yeah. though. So I didn't you, watch it type you shit. You've been you've been loving JJK though. But I have not watched the episode. Yo, let me say my point, nigga. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I like him the same reason I like Kojiro. Like these is and and it's it's a wild shit. But to me, these are people that are free. Yeah. <laughs> like they it's, it's like I guess the in the word the way I've seen it articulated the best is Thorkel from Villain Saga um, they said he does whatever he wants and nobody hates him you know what I'm saying <laughs> now I guess people hate Mahito that, but that's like, me. they kind of just like See, they but, do whatever you know yeah. what I'm saying they're like oh yeah this nigga nice the freedom thing is me and is me and Sukuna and JJK though that's why yeah. I fuck with Sukuna more yeah, yeah. Because uh, Nahito had that whole Yuji thing that, that Sukuna done. Uh, Sukuna. Big I goat. fuck with Sukuna. Hey, you know how I feel yeah. about that game. You know how I feel about that. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> but what I was saying um, about the revenge thing, oh, I was saying the thing that actually made me finish Attack on Titan was kind of the begging questions of like mystery. Like, I think it was the end of season one after the credits when after Annie pulls that the Titan in the wall yeah, yeah boy yeah. you're like why the fuck like, is that nigga t- in the wall yeah, yeah, yeah. you like pass the nigga why you bro. know about this and then it was like two or three years <clears throat> but, with the wait yeah bro like, no it was yeah. four years yeah. wasn't yeah. it yeah for, for, for season one and season yeah. two bro it was four fucking years we over here like bruh but but I will I will say this I think my thing that kind of drew me into one more thing just real quick, I'm sorry, but I feel like I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Hey, wait, but I feel like when to play, I feel like oh, shit, nigga. I can mute everybody for whatever <laughs> for whatever reason, bro. A bigger a bigger piece for me was like we only thought there was one colossal titan, so that was the bigger yeah. question. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, is the wall oh, a whole bunch of them? Yeah. Is it that same nigga? Like yeah. who? What's going on? Why does he look that way? Like, so, yeah. but like, why yeah. are they there? Yeah, Pastor Nick yeah. said, "Put that towel over his eye." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did want to, um, and I guess my thing, uh, and then um, you know, I'll leave it at this. Like, I know you said, like, you know, revenge can be somewhat of a cliche, but I want to say that I feel like I think depending on whatever medium it is, or like whatever story is kind of, um, kind of like handling it. Like, for example, like the berserk, um, like. The berserk um, like manga, 
Like that's something I'm interested in. It, it may yeah. not it, the way that it may be handled. It may not necessarily be something that we've seen before. I think that's that's. that's the, the, I was about to say that nigga he's not, not reading. That nigga he's not, not reading for real. It's a, it's a, it's a, not reading that, that nigga shit. not reading that shit for real. <laughs> Look at these guys. But but basically, basically I, I do think I, I do think that Attack on Titan, especially the way they did handle a lot of it, it um it it kind of wrapped wrapped up everything kind of nicely because you know morally um within the series like no, like no one is really. No one is an innocent person. Like no one is. No one has. No one doesn't have a little bit of blood on their hands. I would say in this series, yeah. and uh, that, that's that's the that's one of the things where I do. I'm appreciative of the revenge story, but that's I think the mystery, and then like uh, I think season four itself like kind of get into the the gray areas. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I would I say. I think going off of what you said with like cliches and tropes, I think it's that. Like cliches and tropes aren't bad in and of themselves. Like everything has a, everything is a cliche or a trope at this point. Mm. It's just how 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 they're handled and how they're executed. Yeah, yeah. that makes them good in, yeah. in in art or in a story or whatever. Because you can ask a great question, and that'll like man, I think that whole like that's my I guess favorite character archetype: the ones who are fully conscious of the decisions they're making and the consequences of it, and they're resolute within it anyway, and you know, you can put them in any situation, and, I, and I'm gonna be like, "Whoa, let me see, let me see what this is about." But if that answer is is uninteresting, then uh, obviously I'm not gonna like it. A great I'm, character would be a Tenma. Tenma, Tenma definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely was able to, you know, stand up. Uh, like the doctor, yeah, the doctor, yeah, 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 yeah. the Japanese uh, doctor. You know, nah, nah. Uh, oh, have hey, you read? Have you read Monster? Um, Sash. Yeah, I like it. I've read I've read and watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think? I've got, uh, I've got all the copies. I think. Oh, bet, bet. Um, uh, I really like it. I can't. My guy, my yeah, guy. Really hey, like hey, 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 that, hey, that's hey, why I fuck with hey, you, man. And when you think about and when you think about monster, you think about Simo, or you think about Johan Lieber. Nah, you think, think about Simo too. But I, I, I like I like Simo more than I like I like Simo a lot more than I think you do. Yeah, nah. But yeah, like Johan's the best for me. Okay, but, 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 but Johan's one of the best antagonists I. Ever, nah, that boy, that boy, that boy, yeah, cold. I, I, I really going. like him. Yeah, I, we 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 trying to I get. I really like how it's how monster constructed. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're only two for four for people who finish monster, but we go we go try to get um we go try to get everyone. Don't throw those <laughs> don't throw those strings, nigga, because you was talking about Vagabond earlier. You ain't finished in three years. No, 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 no I, I at least got halfway in. <laughs> Yo, bro, you Wait, got half. How do you stop Vagabond halfway? Because my 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 iPad broke, so uh you know. But uh, but uh, continuing on, I, I know you had a question. I, 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 I know you had a question, Nick. I think he had, he was asking what he missed. I said we was talking about monster, and you know, Nick. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, but it's only one nigga here that ain't finished Vagabond. You talking about two? It's only one. Hey, man, relax, bro. You know, I got my iPad. I got my I got my little Android now. I really believe him though. He still ain't read the final shit though. He still ain't read the final exhibition. Oh damn. <laughs> Frauds. Hey, second row, second row game. Second row game. Time out, time out, time out. You, you need to thank me for being able to play second row. Oh, oh yeah, you did, you did. You put me on game. You put me on. I was about to say. Oh, I don't really because didn't I talk to you? He, he, he to told him? me about the game shirt. I'm about to say. No, no, no. I'm saying like the Phil. PC? Phil said. I talked to you. No, 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 I'm talking about, I'm talking about to get it to him. Oh, we win. I don't think nobody game sharing that shit but me, my boy. <laughs> no, but you know, I, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah. 
Not anymore. Y'all good? No, no yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right. Oh no, was the last? Oh, was the last question? Oh no, I mean I was about to pop pop a oh, last. No, I was ahead, about to pop ahead. a last question, not <laughs> the last question. <laughs> he already answered that question. Oh yeah, baby. We know we know what he T manga. Uh, we can oh, ask no, that question. Again. Um, about but not this. I'm gonna be real. This is probably about to be the most simple. I thought we were talking about the. That's what you about to ask. He about to ask some other shit. Now. I'm about to ask some other shit, and you guys that. What the fuck um, this nigga talking about, man? Yeah. This, this is like the most last point. So, yo, can we beat your ass? Like, <laughs> What's up, bro? I'm here. I mean, how, 28, right? <laughs> bro, yeah. Oh, hey, 40. Actually, I, 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 I got your job, man. I got, I got your back, Phil. I got your back. Phil. Oh, let's go. Hey, you fuck you, nigga. Ain't you the? Yeah, you old too. Oh. All right, but go ahead, bro. Anyways, one of y'all, bro. Like I said, this is probably gonna be like one of those. My ODM gear. Yo, yo. <laughs> he said his ODM gear is outside. Hey, Mind y'all, it's like one tree outside. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga finna be running on two feet, bro. He not using no ODM gear. It better, it better be a carousel. <laughs> <laughs> Just get up and spin it. <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm not worried about his. He's gonna look at me like, <clears throat> like, okay. He better um, run out of hey, gas. Exactly. Right. 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 Yeah. Hey, when that nigga run out of that gas, shit over with, boy. Yeah, he gonna be hanging. <laughs> he ain't got that. <laughs> he got that new shit with the Titan Crystal. He got that old shit, boy. Uh, I think this is a question I kind of run into uh, from casuals more than uh, like kind of like avid watch anime watchers or avid anime, uh, manga readers. So that's why I said this is probably going to be one of your like simplest questions pertaining to this. Um, and I run into this a lot, like I said, from casuals more so. But do you think for Aaron himself, the means... Everything that he wanted to achieve, everything that took place and transpired, do you think the means like justified themselves within his reasoning or within his actions? I think for him it does. Yeah, I think for for him, sure. For me, uh, that I mean, was, uh, he yeah. was messed up. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> like, like, because because obviously, like, you always gonna run into the eighty percent of population thing, right? Like, you're always gonna run into that moral. <laughs> my that boy moral said, act. my boy said, the eighty percent of population thing. <laughs> not, not like that. Not like that. Though. You know what I meant? Like, I mean, pertaining to the pertaining to the story. That was a little. That was a little That's because, bro. Like when I tell you i've been fighting niggas about this bro because like obviously like i said i understand having like your own like you know human moral code within it and trying to take the piece of fiction and applying it to the real world like yeah nigga we all gonna sit and be like nah that's fucked but i'm obviously for aaron himself like i will argue that the means justify themselves for him but not in the grand scheme of life because nigga who would want to do that can i answer before he answers like yeah I feel like I think. Um, oh, let me go first, bro. Oh, then you go if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, go. go. So it's like I resonate with the the idea, you know, of like wanting to do the best and protect your loved ones, you know, and have their best interests at heart. And it's just like, but the way he went about that shit, I was like, damn, like that is really crazy. Like, yeah, and but I would do that. Like, I think I would put the would, I would put my would family. Do, like I would put my family and my loved ones above the world. I like. I mean, I think it's a consistent thing. Yeah. Because says it. She says. That, yeah. She like, says that shit to who? Uh, Annie. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm sorry, bro. I can't give a fuck about your life. Yeah. But my thing is like. Yamir says it. He says yeah. it to um Yamir and Historia. Oh, she yeah, says. It, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what she says to. I mean, I just look at it like, and one thing I've always said, and I'll give you the floor, Shash. Um, like, the way I look at it is in, in its most. 
I guess you could say like the way it's presented to me. Like we see things from the the Paradise Island viewpoint. So it's like I and this is one thing I've I've said to people is that I personally from from the point of view of seeing things from Aaron's eyes, I don't have to have a I don't have to have a, a eyesight for empathy for any anyone else yeah. because and and the only reason I say that is yeah obviously applying to the real world no but like nigga if I'm trapped somewhere and I find out everything I've ever known is a lie however I act is how I act from that point on because yeah. it's like this is what was given to me so now I'm going to give you what I feel you yeah. know I guess I guess see that like you were kind of like trapped in a cage sort of per se and then. Once you get out of this cage, you find out this a whole nother it's, it's a different ball game. thing. So it's like, and more f- more so for Aaron is figuring out, nigga, y'all not no fucking different than these niggas. Yeah, that's in here. You feel me? So, yeah. But you go ahead, Shash. Um, I think for me, in terms of this question, this might be the most controversial thing I've said um, on the whole pod, but I don't think Aaron, I think like Aaron's reasonings are that relatable in the sense that such a big part of his thing is like the book and his whole freedom drive, which I don't think is something everyone shares. I think that's something specific to Aaron and that's part of his character. Mm. I think what is a lot more <laughs> understandable in every sense would be Flock. Mm. I think Flock is <clears throat> a fantastic character and a fantastic, fantastic example of what fear, a certain amount of selfishness, and trauma, how that can t- very quickly turn into uh, like a proto-fascist mind state. I think he is a brilliant illustration of that, and I think he's more understandable than Eren because Eren does have that somewhat. You can almost say it's supernatural. You can almost say it comes from like the god aspect of Eren, mm-hmm. like his whole will for freedom and that overpowering drive, which isn't something everyone has. Like, not that's not that relatable. That's a, that's quite a manga or an anime thing. Like someone with. So much drive it goes back to previous <laughs> attack on Titan, attack Titan holders. Like, um, that's um, that's a supernatural thing. No, I'm just thinking. I think this nigga Rock Aaron, is bro, a he very, very. <laughs> no, he really do. Fan of <laughs> and I, I just think, I think Flock is a lot more scared than I think Flock is a lot more scared than angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the fear, um, turns into anger or turns into doing terrible things or justifying those things. But it is something that stems from fear. And I think fear is a lot, is a much more universal emotion than what Aaron has. Mm-hmm. So that would be my answer to that. I think. I feel like I don't um, justify it. I don't agree with it. I don't. I wouldn't feel the same. But that's. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the most understandable. Yeah, and I know we've had this conversation a few times, and I just want to kind of present <laughs> my point of I don't think it's justified, but I think it's warranted, and For I sure. think and I think the manga <laughs> illustrates that well. <laughs> I think it's warranted, like. And I is the panel where my where, um is it is it Annie's dad? Somebody says, you know, we we threw all of our hate yeah. onto that island. We we thought even we could solve our problems <clears throat> with hate. And everything that Yeah, we, it was the it was the general. It was yeah, it was the general. Everything that we did bore that thing. So like it was definitely a possibility. It was definitely something that could have happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we just hope this shit doesn't. Yeah. So, I mean, and it shouldn't have. If it was anybody but Aaron, it probably wouldn't have, you know? But, like... It's Aaron. It's Aaron. It was the worst worst possible uh, scenario, I guess. Yeah, like when Reiner said, damn, he got the coordinate? Oh, (laughs) fuck. 
That, that is the worst person. He said, Aaron, you are the last person. <laughs> I, th- I think this, like, kind of like going back and like kind of hearing a lot of the stuff, like, kind of makes me want to rewatch. I- I've seen Attack on Titan, like, the anime, I think. I think I'm on four. I think, I think four. It'll be one, like, five if I watch it one more time. Um, which is which is kind of crazy. Like I don't think I don't think I've watched the series. I've, I've seen Monster like three three times. I'm on three, three. four straight through. I watched it with my girl. I watched that shit in dub, nigga. I watched no, th- yeah, dumb up, yeah, yeah. Um, that shit was crazy, bro. That was the first time I ever watched the anime in dub whole way. But I, w- I wanted to um uh, I did want to kind of say and we know that um this will be uh, one of the last questions and then um if anything uh, that you wanted to kind of put out there uh, we can go ahead and have that. Um, wanted to know is there is there anything as far as like the ending of uh, Attack on Titan goes or anything of like anything within the the series itself was there anything that you would like to add or change to the story um, personally for yourself? Oh, that's it. Yeah, I think I talked about it one time on like Twitter, which is that I think that the scouts, I think that the scouts should have taken a photo in Mali, and Armin's let's tell them everything at the end. I really like the bird, by the way. I really like the bird and the feather and what that does for the story. But I think having a photo of them as scouts in in Mali, like with Aaron as part of that, be in that scene somehow, mm-hmm. would <clears throat> have been even better. Because I think it would, t- it would, like, the biggest moment, free time skip, is when they go into the basement and they see this photo and you have that whole line about how um, our humanity has not perished and all of this stuff and it's and it's like this big one page thing in the Mahonga like it's right in your face and I think a nice way to tie into that whole thing would have been having a photo of them as scouts that's probably <coughs> the only thing I can really think of that I would have really liked to see yeah that shit would have been dope yeah I think um, oh man I, I, didn't, I think that would have been really nice um Oh man, it's it's crazy like how how far like the like the main cast is gonna come, especially and that's why that's why I guess like the boat scene where we kind of see everyone um, kind of made me a little bit like a little sad. Um, I I did want to ask, uh, did you yeah. think? Do you think in a, in a way? Do you think that Reiner? Um, do you think anyone should have died, or do you think anyone should have? Should have <laughs> That's a crazy life? ass question. Like, no, no, well, well, because I, I feel like I feel like death, death in a way. Um, do you think that writer? I forgot what series it was. It's like death. Um, oh well, I mean, uh, nigga, talk about one piece. One piece. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 but hey, I I say this to the end, though. I said, no, so, so, I mean, in in One Piece, uh, you know, obviously, uh, like, death is something that completes somebody. Uh, Well, basically, it it, it completes somebody. I want to ask in your perspective, do you think anyone should have died or should have stayed alive, uh, personally? Um, all right, so on to the Reiner thing. I don't think, I think Reiner, it was important for him to live, and I think it was important for Levi to live. I am, I'm like mixed on this because I'm kind of part of the crowd that thinks that the Gene and Connie send off was really good. Like the little conversation they have was quite hard hitting. Okay. Oh, you said and the impact that is somewhat taken away. Yeah. And I think the impact that is somewhat is somewhat taken away, but at the same time, you can't have too many of Aaron's friends die or else like his whole thing about protecting his friends, which is already, he sacrificed some of that because of, Arthur and Hans, if also Gene and Connie die, then you're asking serious questions. Like, yeah. like bro, really? So, like, I get it. Uh-huh. I get why they did that. 
So like, um, you want but I wouldn't Johnny, have minded. You want Kanye I wouldn't and John dead Kanye. type shit. <laughs> yeah, and plus if Gina died, I wouldn't have had to sit through that fucking discourse about Mika, bro. Oh my god. Oh, oh yeah, that, that is that... mind numbing <clears throat> uh, uh, That is that is something I did want to ask, and then I will kind of leave it at that. Um, no, I got one more thing. <laughs> If y'all don't mind, I'm sorry. I'm I, not, know, bro, I know. I was part of that crowd. Bro. I was like, I, that shit made me mad. Yeah, I saw I they had like, a baby. I said, what? The I was fuck? like, no way, Gene Lamb. <laughs> Yo, y'all seen the y'all seen the like, meme where they was nah. like, you know how he goes, Mikasa, <laughs> let's kill everything. <laughs> 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 and then he said he was like, oh, you see that? Did you see the one with um the definite one? Did you see the definite meme? Where it's like light at light at L's grave. Just laughing, and it was like Gene instead. <laughs> nah, I seen a Twitter. I seen like a fake Twitter thread, and it was like it was Mikasa had tweeted. It was like, uh, "Don't you hate it when you just can't get rid of a nigga and stuff like that?" <laughs> it was like, and, Gene, and it was like Gene was like laugh my ass off with fire emojis, and then it put Connie was like, "We not so we just go act like she not talking about you." Like, <laughs> nah, it's like uh, you seen that home letter mean, but like, it, like uh, he has like the serious face in the body. He's just smiling like. Like, yeah, you seen that one for nah. the, the last shit? I, the last one I, I seen did. today, though, uh, I think I sit in the chat and it was like uh, Gene enjoying it. It was like Gene trying to enjoy his lunch. And Hello, it was everyone. a seagull come by what and grab his sandwich. I mean, guys, <laughs> for the audio era. Oh, but you go ahead and ask your question. Episode. Yeah, it's not really a just question. Some it's more so just something I want to know. I've always wanted, when we had this episode, um, something I thought was going to be about to As we do have an ending to this episode. Thank you. better every time you understand more like you know what I'm saying <laughs> like, like bro you get more information about Attack on Titan yeah, yeah. like bro Redrick <clears throat> when he talked about the fucking bells and the OST and the bells and the, the bell flowers and shit I was like oh, oh yeah, yeah okay I'm done Great I'm, done. <laughs> I'm done with Attack on Titan so okay uh, I'm gonna talk a little loud here cause the camera's kinda across the room the only issue would be we just won't have like we won't have your reaction, like, sound-wise on the pod um, for this version, um, but uh, we still want to do this. Oh, can we just switch it? Turn off Bluetooth? Oh, yeah, facts. I'm weak. Um, actually, I lied. Yeah, I was about to say, just connect the shit. Do, do, do. Oh, I have the mouse, so you want to use it? That's cool. I got it. Damn, whatever. Okay. Get your whole right. laptop in there. Y- y'all should still say Hikari season? Or is yeah. that Cap? No, nah, it is. <laughs> nah, you should. You be 243? Talk about season X. No. Damn. So, Y'all niggas been having a great time today. I've been busy all day. Bruh, I'll be at home. Black Friday, baby. Actually, that's what I'm just saying. I didn't read them either, but I had to see them. <laughs> 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 all right, Shaz. Shaz, you can still hear us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why is everybody like, when I need to do something? All right, my fault. Okay. So, all right, Benji was saying before we got cut off, um, I'm sorry, it's so much going on I, right now. I got you. I got you. Bring me back. So, I think that, as we discussed, we consider you to be the no. attack on Titan, man. We really appreciate your input and your <laughs> insight. But also, we really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. And with this crazy time difference, it being almost 1 o'clock in the morning where you at, mm-hmm. taking the time to come and sit with us, share your knowledge, and share some fun and discussion with us. And we wanted to... 
exemplify our appreciation. Um, and I'll let Don Blue so, take it from there. Um, obviously, we want to present you with something, and you know, we all chipped in and got you a gift. On behalf of Geek Giant, we would like oh, to okay. present you with the Attack on Titan Season 2 original soundtrack on vinyl by Hiroyuki Sawano. Hey, so, you my dog. <laughs> for, for, the people people at home genuinely, see, genuinely, that's insane. for the people at home to see deluxe edition with all that's crazy sides A through I. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like six shits in there. It's like it's hella it's hella vinyls in there. So we just wanted to present that to you, man, and it'll be shipped to you very soon and on its way to your home, man. And bro, it's been, it's been my pleasure to be on the podcast anyway, man. Seriously. Yeah, bro. We really, we, like, we truly appreciate you. Like, we truly appreciate you. I know we've been talking about this and trying to get this episode done and just been waiting on MAPPA. So, finally got it done, man. And once again, like we just said, man, we we, we are nothing but appreciative and grateful that you took the time to, to kick it with us on this uh, Friday even if for us and Saturday morning for you. Yeah, it's like like yeah, it's, it's, it's OD late, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my man. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like two a.m. Oh, two a.m. Yeah, so, with that being with that being said, this is Geek Giant Podcast, and we are out. Peace. Thank you guys.